Straight Riffin is filmed in front of a live internet audience. I am riffin. Mitch is riffin. What more can I say? Straight riffin. Do you know how fucking desperate I am for some comfort in my life? I need that pillow. This show is intended for mature audiences only. I've seen a lot of this. I don't know how much more disgusting this experience could get. Are you really not having a good time? I'm having a fantastic time. I just can't believe how disgusting you are. I kept yelling, I'm, I'm not going to whip my dick out. We talked about that. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Featuring your host, Mitch Marzoni. I don't walk around going like, hey, I'm really weird. Look at me, I'm weird. As far as I'm concerned, I'm perfectly normal. It's uh, it's a litmus test for people. Teddy I'm a hate mercenary. Yeah. All right. All right. Hate mercenary. Hate, hate, hate for hire. Hate for hire. I should put a bit of sky. There are two victimless crimes, all right? One, jerking off when your window's open. Two, <laughs> necrophilia. I'm confessing to a large-scale crime. Okay. okay. All right. right Legs akimbo engaged in sexual discourse. Come on, man. What kind of guest are you? It's archive for posterity. Great internet. So, uh, it'll, uh, it'll come back to haunt you every day. It's time to riff. Oh, that is right, bitches and motherfuckers. It is finally time to riff the fuck on. This is Straight Riffin'. I am your host, Reverend Mitch. With me, as always, is my esteemed co-host, who's half an hour late this evening, not through his own fault. They hated for a hire. Teddy, difficult brown, TMI, Tutson, <laughs> how the fuck are you? I'm good. I'm here in your face, Los Angeles metro transit system. Can't stop, won't stop. I made it here. Yeah. Damn, it was a fucking treacherous journey. Sounds like it. Sounds like it. And our guest tonight, Derek. That's really not working. I'm trying to put spin <laughs> I, I on you. it. I was trying. You're trying to go for back. Derek back Lemos. Thank you. Uh, there, I get a little just mm. with the Lemos. Yeah. Uh, before we get started, I do have a quick uh, personal announcement. Uh, very important. Big, big deal for me. Uh, this Saturday. It is my 33rd birthday, and I'm ringing in the only way I feel comfortable, which is to get on stage. Ah, sorry. <laughs> to get on stage and uh, do a new album of yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. So, Very nice. Yeah. Mitch so is in the that'll, building. That'll be fun. So that'll be, that'll be happening uh, this Saturday, October 29th at 7.30 p.m. is when the show starts. And you want to be there on time because there's some special surprises that even Teddy doesn't know about yet. Oh, shit. There are some special guests. Uh, it's going to be exciting and wonderful. And as I did on my first album, Teddy will be hosting and doing his set as well. Jose Chavez is going to kick it off. Jose Chavez. Justin Dubois. And as I said, special guests, little surprises. Nothing too scary. Uh, it'll be over by 9 o'clock, so you can still get your hollow weekend on. I'm very excited to do it. Uh, it's a full, uh, I don't know how much time I'm doing. I j I'm almost done writing it. I'm, I think I got, right now, I think I got about 45 minutes. I might trim the fat. I might add more fat to it. I don't know. More fat. It's a very long show. It's a, it's a lot of me. But, um, yeah. Come on out. It's 10 bucks. Flappers and Burbank. You can get your tickets at revmit, R-E-V-M-I-T dot C-Z slash B-Day or just revmitch.com. And it's the it's the event at the top of the list, uh, which was just recently redesigned this weekend. So uh took the time to do that just in case. Um, yeah, that's that's my announcement. I just need to get that out of the way Gotta so that the it. people will go en masse and, and all will be wonderful in the world. Uh, I don't know if you've already decided upon the title. I think you may have, but uh, it's a lot of me. 
is a good album title for you. It's mm. not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. I was gonna go. I'm still. I'm still partial to. It. I want to make love to your face. <laughs> <laughs> for that reason. Which, again, for that reason, right there. I, well, I because... think it's the delivery. <laughs> well, I feel like I, I, I'm thinking this about is what you told me about the you told me about the artwork that you've had in mind. For there's also well, yeah, too, there's right? also the artwork, but I'm also thinking Look at the like grin on his face right now. Look at this. You and I have discussed when somebody's introducing you and they have to mention your album. It's it's better when it's a funny title, right? Yeah, like it's like he's like, oh, he's got an album. It's called Keep It an Evil. People are like, it's gotta be but if he goes like, yeah, this is Reverend, there's no way that you could say it's called I Want to Make Love to Your Face without that kind of being funny. Yeah. Right? Is that, is that, do you have like a, I don't, like Mitch and I both know, we've talked about this, like we said, do you have album titles in mind for like, like, is that something you keep a running track of? You know, I've, um, like somebody I would use that, that like if other... I got a special someday I'm gonna use that as a title somebody know? asked me that the other night they were like hey man you know I'm looking for headliners would you mind for, for a nerd show I was like would you mind doing <laughs> 45 minutes I was like dude how long do you think I've been doing comedy like I've only been doing this a year I've got down maybe like, like a solid 20 right. and that's about it right now you know so like you guys have been doing this for years and you guys you know have uh, you know some weight under your belts <laughs> can think you can have the time to think that's about that's just all the that's the no, Doritos titles. talking that's, that's the Doritos that's, right there that's, that's the weight I got okay you know? let's we'll get you it's with really some more like hanging action. out over the top of my belt but uh, you know I'm trying to work <laughs> you don't need to bring that up right now man I'm very conscious about my weight <laughs> yeah. don't talking, be there's somebody who's <laughs> twice as fat as yeah, you know. yeah it's alright it's okay it happens so I, uh, I was actually gonna ask uh, <laughs> I was gonna ask about this this Comedy store show you're doing nerds for nerds. Is yeah, that, it's that, uh, that right? November. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, November second uh, in the comedy room, the belly room uh, at the comedy store in the belly room. Yeah, eight p.m. Um, I put it together because uh, I noticed that uh, I do a lot of my nerd jokes places, and they would just fly over people's heads. You know, it's not really audience friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have I the like, same there's, problem there's... with my sex joke. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly, that reminds exactly. me of something I, I have to share with you uh, later on. It's, okay, all right, all right. Um, yeah, me. so ahead, it's please. always you know. So I put the show together. I saw a flyer. I was like, hey, is if, if anybody has an idea for a show, you know, pitch it. We'll see what we can do about it. So I you know, yeah. emailed the guy, and he was like, it sounds like a great idea. You know, uh, just send me whatever you got as soon as you get it. So I found uh, uh, Victoria. You guys know Victoria. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she designed the logo for me. I told her what I wanted. She designed it for me. Um, you know, it's asked a couple of really funny guys to come out. Uh, and hopefully this will be a, a, a staple. Do you, have a, do you have a page on Facebook? Or just yeah, we have event? a Facebook page. Uh, it's for nerds, by nerds. You can find us there. Uh, so if I Facebook.com slash for nerds, by nerds would work? Yeah, I, I think it's, yeah, it should be on our Facebook page. I mean, if you just do the search while you're logged oh. into Facebook... It should just pop up. Well, hold on. Hey, with your newfangled search. Yeah, you know what? You got you got twenty five people. You can yeah, you can give it an actual uh, URL now. Okay, awesome. You got twenty five people. Fucking nerds. Woo. I, I like the logo. Thank Good you. job, Victoria. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a C <laughs> C plus, Mitch. It's early. <laughs> it's early. Oh. Uh, I never do shout outs. Uh, let's see. Uh, I like how you joke. beam, though, bro. I like how you beam. Yeah. He's, he's She's not... hot. I've known her since high school. It's fine. <laughs> Whenever my blackness comes out, you know I beam. I don't, I I don't beam know if you're... I don't know beams. If, I think you're beaming more about the fact that you, you accomplished a successful shout out. Yeah, that's what I'm... Yeah, yeah. Well, my blackness comes out. <laughs> that's yeah, Just a little it, bit... Is that, is enough to get on the couch? I don't know. Ah, all right. That's true. The rule sure. is everybody on the couch knows something about being black. He knows something about being brown. I I do, which is it's it's black adjacent. 
You know, black adjacent going that's on good. the board. It's going on the board. Like I lived that's good great. Black, brown <laughs> equals black adjacent. Yeah. That I, is hilarious. I lived in Venice Beach for a little while, and it was Santa Monica adjacent. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. brown is black that adjacent. Is, there you go. There yeah, you go. Yeah, that, Yo, baby, once it. you go black adjacent, you don't uh, something arrives <laughs> with adjacent. <laughs> Oh, complacent. Uh, yeah, I was, gonna, I was thinking complacent. You're not, you're not gonna, complacent as well. You don't get complacent. Uh, or no, uh, you probably. I don't know. Who, who's to say? I guess I you don't, don't want to say that to people. Why don't you go black adjacent? <laughs> you get real complacent. Yeah. Uh, you realize like that's <laughs> eh, all the same. Some people like comfortable, bro. That's yeah, my yeah, girlfriend. Yeah. That's not a <laughs> oh, oh shit! What, what happened there? Uh, that's a hearty out. laugh, my man. Friend. I'm telling you, knocking out all the power, laughing. Dude, that is uh, great. Yeah. See, I say once you go wop, you just can't stop. Wow, that's yeah. nice. A yeah. wop, bop, a loop, bop, a wop, bam, boom. <laughs> I'm Italian. It happens. Uh, little Richard, bro. I feel like that's a dude who does not get enough. Or credit. I say, uh, once you go dago, you wonder where they go. Only works if you do the hands out shoulder shrug. <laughs> what else can like, you do? What are you gonna do? <laughs> if you can't, if you can't, little rascals it up. Uh, once you go white, the rest are just I. Yeah. How's so, that? I got a question right, for you, Derek, you about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Once you go crack nose, uh, stop it. I uh, the rest of wacka. I, I like I like your face as you think it out. That's what's the favorite part. Is selling it. I've like, been no, I've been thinking of these for know, years. Yeah, I'm just yeah, an opportunity. Like, to yeah, use them. but as you're going through the barrel yeah. of what I cool. had on file, uh, yeah. Derek. So like yeah, the nerd comedy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, would you say what kind of nerd comedy uh, would you say you've got a more eye towards? Is it like Big Bang Theory? Nerd comedy. Do you watch that show? I, I love that show. Um, I don't get to catch it as often as I, I probably should. You know, because the writing is really solid. You know, it deals with a lot of physics and. Uh, can I know. can I interject for just a moment because there is a topic we'll get to later no, regarding media and stuff. Physics? I just no about about like TV <laughs> and stuff. And, like, it pisses me off that like CBS of all the fucking networks, they're the most stubborn about making it accessible Mm -hmm. in anything other than just watch it on TV the old school fashion way. And I'm like, you have this nerd show. And I'm surprised it's actually doing really well because I'm thinking the people who this appeals to aren't going to be able to watch it. Yeah. Well, there's, Sorry, you know, we live in a you and DVR it. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. kind of. I feel like, yeah, I feel yeah, like you can DVR I, it, but I who does that? I would maybe give that show a better chance if it wasn't on CBS. Like, it's not It's not on Hulu. It's not on Netflix. No, I mean, if it, was, if it was like an ABC show. Yeah, yeah, it was on a different. But network. they, you know, they, they just they're not, treating I, it well. Apparently, it's gone sh- great. It, I mean, what Jim Parsons is getting Emmys and yeah. shit, son. He's balling out of control. I just don't find that show. I don't find that show funny. It's from the same dude from Two and a Half Men, though, mm-hmm. right? Chuck Lorre. I yeah. don't yeah, yeah. find. I don't. Not a fan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, he created it, but they have a different writing to yeah. him. I'm just. Yeah. I just don't. I, don't I, I will have say. Have you seen that video do where without... it doesn't have the laugh track? I got. I got one better. I have a friend who works for the agency that represents Chuck Lorre. And uh, I've got DVDs without the laugh track because he demands the whole show without because he wants to put it in himself. Mm. He puts in his own laugh track. Yeah, that's weird. I feel like yeah, a little bit. He's uh, meticulous <laughs> about it. He's the Steve Jobs of laugh tracks. It's, it's like weird, waiting. Bro. It's it's listening to the the show and like waiting for timing and then just yeah, you know, yeah. insert now. It's we- that's but it's weird, it's weird. Man. Like there's certain parts of that show, Would and you- he's gone over the top. I, the I, I saw maybe two minutes of Two and a Half Men once, and it was like they were in a car, and it was just laugh track, mm. and then silence while they looked at each other, and then laugh track, and then more silence. It was the fucking most surreal moment. I was like, 
the fuck is this shit? And then I found out later what it was, but I was like, what? I thought it was somebody parodying the laugh track. I've always so yeah, he is he is addicted to the laugh, laugh track. But sorry, that was a no. That's that's we're gonna go into fine. all that later. Uh, nerd stuff. He's he yeah. I mean, well, like that's what's your like, area of expertise? We we were talking about this actually before the show. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm, a, I'm a cinema okay. nerd, and you know, uh, <laughs> I dabble in comics and graphic novels. Uh, you know, a lot of music. I worked at a record shop for. You know, three, I think two, three years. And so I got so that. So high got, fidelity is like, yeah, it. I got yeah. that elitism. Like, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, you don't want to buy that. <clears throat> Go to the mall. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And we did. We went out of business. There is no <laughs> chance that your daughter <laughs> likes just call and say I love you. <laughs> There's no <laughs> chance. Go to the mall. <laughs> Do you even know your daughter? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Is she in a coma? Yeah. Was, oh. <laughs> this is glorious line. Easily, easily the uh, one of the more eccentric shows we will ever produce. <laughs> I will say that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Riffin it happens. On, it John happens. Cusack Riffin. Yeah. Yeah. Jack Black Riffin, really. Well, I, you but, know yeah. Know. That's cool. Fine. You know what I'm going Look, for. hey, I have to get pedantic. It's the nerd way. God damn it, Mitch. <laughs> That's a great Scrabble word, pedantic. Oh, it is. It is. Not as good as xylophone, but still That's up true. there. Or Xerox. Or Z- Xerox. Xerox. Xerox, also a great one. But when do you ever get two X's? We should, we should, uh. Ah, that's true. We should uh, uh, memorialize this by putting pedantic as the nerd way on the board. <laughs> <laughs> by all means, by all means. Uh, so your nerd, your nerd comedy, yeah, uh, um, which uh, almost feels slanderous as a thing coming out. Well, no, I, well, it's kind of I mean, these I, days it's acceptable because you know, you, know, you, know yeah. you have your Patton Oswalds and your Brian Pesains, no, and, uh, yeah. you know Donald Glover, uh, and a lot of mine comes from I, I guess I could go the, the guy from Lethal Weapon. No, 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 Donald Glover. He's on, <laughs> <laughs> he's on Community right now. Damn it, Mitch! This is why you don't get on the couch. <laughs> That's Danny Glover. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, Danny, oh, Danny Glover's from Lethal Weapon. Donald Glover's from Community. Yeah, Donald Glover's from Community, and uh, he's a black and, dude who's trying to be Spider-Man for a bit. Yeah, Derek Comedy. Uh, that's a great, sorry, great troupe on the on sorry. YouTube. Sorry, I don't keep up. My bad. Yeah, uh, never watched Community. I know it's a show. I don't really watch it either. But that's I what watched. He's it I hear it's great. I hear it's great. I enjoyed what I saw at the I very know, beginning, and then it. I fell off. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I caught the first minute of it after some show I was watching. I'd catch like a minute of that. Yeah, I don't know what the show. There's so much shit to watch. That. Like I don't have time for it all. Yeah, bro. Well, shit. Let's just get into the TV conversation now. Um, Boom, doing it. There we go. Uh, there was something I was reading today. You know, this big Steve Jobs biography mm-hmm. book is coming out. Everybody's talking about various snippets in there, like looking yeah, for the bit. next Apple thing. And there was a there was a quote that I had read. Where he's talking about um, about Apple TV and mm. Apple making an actual TV, and he says I've cracked it, <laughs> and in his sort of Jobsian way, his cracking it meant like no cables of any kind, no analog, none of the old shit. It's just it gets all its shit <laughs> off the internet. That's everything. Huh? I'm going to take this moment to apologize to my mom if she's watching. Oh. <laughs> oh, we got another one in the books. The parentals. Smoking. Always lurking in the ethereal. Smoking the weed on the TV. So the idea would be wireless. It would pull all of its content down from various uh, internet channels. Obviously iTunes amongst them. Things like this. Yeah. And um, this guy, Marco Arment, was like, that would be a lofty goal. He says, I cut the cable ties like four years ago, but I don't really get to keep up on TV because yeah. of that. Hulu, Netflix, it doesn't, it's it not real time. That, yeah. it's, it kind of covers you, but a lot you're missing out on and you get stuff late and all this mm. different stuff. Yep. 
He's like, that would be, you know, that would be a great lofty goal. And that's sort of what we're headed towards. But he said, you know, I, like many people, get my internet connection through my cable company, mm. which, which I do here. And how likely are they going to be to not kick and scream if you go to sever that cord? Yeah. And TV is really like the last bastion of non-on-demand entertainment that we have. We've gotten rid of all the other shit. Like, nobody listens to fucking radio anymore. You know what I mean? That's all bullshit. Um, even even CDs are, are basically going the Dodo Bird way. And TV, to, to a great degree, is insofar as DVRs mm. and time-shifted and everything else like this. Uh, movies, DVD collection that I have, you know. Which um, is epic. But really, Epic. they've been thank you. They've been they've been Seriously. on demand though for a while. In a sense that you know you see a movie in the theater that's on demand. Well, it's like they, they were trying to roll out the, the new Ben Stiller Eddie Murphy movie Tower Heist. They oh, were going to roll God. it out on demand right, for sixty right. bucks. Who? I'm not going to pay sixty dollars. Yeah. Oh, that's crack prices. Son. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That sounds wrong. Well, their idea was like, well, we don't know how many people you're going to have in the fucking room with you. Right. Yo, nobody, because yeah. I'm not even gonna be there. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna be like to make to make that worth what movie. Price, I don't even know what movie theater prices are anymore. Are they like, fifteen bucks, 10, something like that? Well, Yo, if, if, if you like don't $60 go to the arc light, it's go, like ten dollars. If you yeah. go out to a movie, with I'm gonna like, go to the movies. I'm gonna go to the arc light because I'm seeing a cinema. Let's say oh, you yeah, go the out dome with some is friends. amazing. The dome is yeah. probably one of the best cinematic experiences I've ever had. Yeah, yeah. Worth it, if you, but you got to save it for a good movie. Yeah, exactly. See, like Scooby Doo in 3D, whatever. Well, that good movie for you is Tower Heist. Okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you go out with three friends. Mm -hmm. All right, how much are you guys gonna drop just to get in? Forty-five. Right. I'm not Yo, paying. It, it can't I'm not be gonna that. Go it see can't that be movie. a fifteen dollars difference. Right. Yeah. Now, Plus yeah. popcorn. Now, if you get any snacks, bro, you gotta yeah, be, but look. Now, if I you get, eat at if you're at home, right? I get to smoke. Home, I get to smoke. I get to drink. Right. I can play with my nuts if I want to. <laughs> Mitch, Let me just tell you that while you watch movies, yeah, but well, are you, you, know, are you, look, are you really you gonna like... pay that price to watch an Eddie Murphy movie? No, no, though? no, no. I'm just telling you that the pay with my play with my own nuts tax. Mm -hmm. I, I'll give them three bucks for that. That's how much playing with your nuts while watching a movie is worth to you. <laughs> if, worth, you yeah, sound like Mitt yeah. Romney can... right now, Mitch. You're like, I, three dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I'd like to play with my nuts package. Back row all the way. You do that for free. You Downside just have to wait everything. about three weeks after a movie's been out. I and know, nobody's but, in there. Yeah, but then it's full of shame and wonder. <laughs> and uh, you don't want that. Um, I guess what I'm saying, here's, I'm going to float this idea at you and, and tell me what you think, the both of you. This is an idea I had couple years ago now what bothers me for instance is the tv ratings now i don't know if you've looked at them recently but the tv ratings now are so incredibly low that a show that was considered a bomb even five years ago talking like two episodes they just take it off the air and be like well that was that mm -hmm. are like the highest rated shows today are at those numbers mm -hmm. from five years ago for the lowest shows basically um and now I was supposed to be picked as a Nielsen household, but at the last minute they disqualified me. I don't know what I said. Maybe I let maybe the nuts tax. I don't know. Maybe maybe it was the nuts tax. Um, I scratch my nuts as soon as I journal in your Nielsen Gatlin. <laughs> Every page to turn, nut scratch. The, the way they determine the Nielsen ratings is that they have Nielsen families that get a special box, mm -hmm. and based on that family's viewing, they go, "Well, there's probably other people watching it." It's just the weirdest math I've ever that's heard. Weird. And also, it doesn't really... That, that's why like, they were trying to upgrade the box as well to the more people readers because the boxes didn't read if you were in the room or not. Yeah, so yeah. You, I mean, it, there's a lot they, of... They added time shifting to it now right. as well. So if you watch on DVR, it'll... Well, there's something else too, but yeah. But here's, here's right off the bat. 
would either of you be offended if you suddenly found out that your cable box was tracking what you watch, DVR or otherwise? They'd be really disappointed because I don't really, I don't have a TV. Okay. I mean, I... Supposing not... you had a cable box, would you be offended if they were like, oh, <laughs> this, this household God is God damn watching. it, we hooked up this if cable it... box, so what the fuck... <laughs> If it was if it was ten years ago, it'd be like, well, this guy watches a lot of porn, but you right, can get that yeah. on the internet now yeah, for free. Yeah, yeah. This guy's Cinemax is always on. <laughs> it's always the hours always. of eight p.m. on Friday night and six a.m. Monday morning. The pause Cinemax button. The pause button is go. used a lot in the wee hours of Tuesday morning. That's all I know. He only bounces back between the East and West Coast feeds. <laughs> There's only forty five seconds of each movie played. I don't understand. I thought for a long time as a child that they did actually monitor what I watched mm. through the cable box. And I mean, the state, bro, Gene Hackman, There's got to be at? some sort of tracking. I, I mean, can't believe that they can't do that. Mm. I mean, now maybe it's because you need a data connection, but I know it's got to send something back. Yeah, because I'm say, saying like change that, channels, they do that DVR. on your Facebook so they can market to you. Well, yeah. Facebook don't give a fuck about nothing. Yeah. Though. No, but, I, I but, love but that. You do I have... love how Facebook is literally <laughs> like does not give a fuck yeah. about. Anything, dude. <laughs> I love it. it. It's Facebook is like an abusive uh, boyfriend slash girlfriend. They it just do. does whatever the fuck it wants, we and have, it's like, what? You yeah. gonna go back to MySpace? What? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's yeah. glorious. You gonna go to Congress? The yeah. fuck are they gonna do about it? <laughs> In the Senate? Ha ha ha! ha. Like, I already sold your shit. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where are you gonna go? Oops. Well, but that, but, but that again, that has number, that is that has a persistent data connection that you clearly know about. Mm. So it's easy. I'm, I'm wondering. I do don't know. You know, Mitch. What I'm saying is, do you? Absolutely, you do. It shows you that it's got a persistent data connection that sends back and forth. You get alerts the whole time you're on there. Yeah. You Does know it, show it does. You the real data, Mitch. <laughs> I'm not telling you that it, that it exposes what it's sending. I'm just telling you, you know that it's happening. Ghost in the machine. Whereas your your cable box, I don't know if it's capable of. Like outbound connections beyond this guy changed the channel or whatever. And it doesn't need much, but I, I would imagine that it's got to have at least a modicum of upstream capability. There's no way it's all downstream, I guess is what I'm saying. There's got to be some upstream going back. Nerds on the chat universe, hit us up. Yeah. Cable, cable box nerds. Fellow geeks. Fellow, let me know. I'm just saying, there's, if you there's a difference okay. between a geek and a nerd. Like a nerd is just like that pop culture y, you know, pop culture savvy guy. Geek. And that's me. That's me all the way. Yeah. You know, I've heard it the from, other way around. From what, I understand. That's what I've always been told. Like, geeks are totally tech savvy and can, you know, like, rid your computer of viruses. I can tell you, you know, who starred in... I, I feel like geek is 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 a generic word for uh, enthusiast mm -hmm. for anything. Like, I'm a car geek. I'm a computer geek. Yeah. I'm a couches on Craigslist geek. Or I'm a... <laughs> <laughs> Teddy's a black slang geek. Uh, and, a, and he's also a history... Five. He's a history and political geek. Big yeah, time. as I've noticed, big and time. kudos to you on that. Big Thank time. Um, but I always felt like nerd was a geek with uh, social uh, disability, uh, social awkwardness, um, mm. bad social skills. That's my in my head. Yeah. That's why I thought of it. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I, Fair enough. I, I, okay. I guess good. This is good to. Yeah. All right, so back to this back to this media thing. Okay. Now, right off the bat, I don't know why they're not tracking people's viewing like that. Well, it should be able. Well, to. this is the thing about Nielsen is that they have been in the midst of the past few years of trying to decide and integrate more of what you were talking about, Derek, with DVRs, with Hulu, with those kind of yeah. ratings. Because if you adjust, I think it was like I think it was maybe around the time of the Sopranos finale or whatever, and like how the Sopranos ratings had kind of fallen down a little bit. Yeah. But then yeah. if you took into account DVR recordings, if you took mm -hmm. into account uh, streaming, it was like 
just about the same as it had been, you know, yeah, or yeah. the the difference was negligible between the traditional model. So that's yeah. the problem for Nielsen is that how do you keep up? You're this old antiquated institution trying to keep up with viewing habits that right. change uh-huh. weekly, well, that change monthly. They're, yeah, they're they're running on old algorithms, I would suppose. Right. You know? Well, you know that Hulu's definitely tracking you. I yeah, mean, and that's fine. I don't think anybody. Well, has I don't any even issues. use Hulu anymore because they charge. I'm like, screw that. I can just I can go on a yeah, any sort yeah, of pirate. There's still enough free site. shit on there. But the thing you... is, like, but there's still but people you who know, go. You do know that they're tracking, and I mean, no, uh-huh. I haven't heard anybody ever complain about that. No, and they're not going to because we've kind of we've grown up like accepting that that's just how it's going to be. And I think it's a lot easier for us because you've been very exposed to that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. For the vast majority of people. They don't really have the time or the uh, initiative to seek out. Like, all right, I got to do torrents. I was, I was expecting you to say inclination instead of initiative, but all right, go oh, that's ahead. That's good. Uh, proclivity. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Proclivin in the hizzy. Uh, they don't really have that uh, to to go out and like like all these different streaming sites. Like, it's easy, sure, relatively, sure. but like, yeah. who the fuck really? Okay, I could just go to Hulu and pay like right. whatever a little bit, or, you know, get my shit there. Like, sure. if Netflix steps, it's game up and get more original see, the problem with content. Hulu, mm-hmm. the problem with Hulu is is and is sort of a, a, it came to a head a few years ago with that boxy thing yeah. is that if you watch their commercials or look at their site they always say your mobile viewing device or your mobile computing device mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they intend for you to only watch Hulu on a laptop they don't want Hulu on your damn TV yeah because no. I mean it's that was a that was a joint venture between a bunch of different TV companies that right. created Hulu in the first place they don't want you putting that shit on your television. Yeah. So here's my proposed plan. And I have a feeling it would never work, but no. this is how I propose. This is my proposed plan. Here it goes. <clears throat> what if it didn't matter how you got your content? It didn't matter if you fucking torrented this shit. It didn't matter if you ripped it from your own DVDs. It didn't matter whatever. But if you're pulling down from interwebs any sort of content, whether it's music or television or movies or uh, books, or whatever have you, you pull it down however you want. But your, uh, it's all fingerprinted hashtags and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, and and we all pay every month, say a fifty dollar entertainment fee. And out of that entertainment fee, it's allocated to the parties most responsible for what media you've consumed that month. Okay. Now, there are certain people, probably like myself, probably like yourself, Derek, maybe you as well, Teddy, who will the, – the pie will be very small out of that 50 bucks because I consume so darn much media every month. Yeah. Uh, but then there's going to be some people that watch one movie a month. And, and that's will, all yeah. they got time for. Yeah. And their 50 bucks goes straight to that studio or whatever have you, like as if you'd seen the movie theater. That would solve, as far as I'm concerned, all of the problems. Because everybody's just paying, like it's like more or less a government tax, if mm-hmm. you will. It's just a tax that you get. You, you, you're paying, as long as you have an internet connection, you're paying this, this fee, whatever it is. Who is processing the fee? And just, you could track it, you know. It would be a. It would be a, obviously you need an agency for it. I'm just. You gonna bring you gonna bring big government into into this? <laughs> Somebody's got to regulate the shit. How are you gonna stop free media from just 
you know, torrents and uh, MP3s and, uh, you know. Well, here's the other thing. Here's the you other can thing watch that, free TV without going through Hulu other, here's online. The, here's the problem, though, I feel like, that the television networks have created for themselves. And it's it's one of the same things the music industry did with Napster when they rejected it at first. And then the, and then the monster just swallowed them whole. And now they're fucked. Yeah. You know, and they're playing yeah. catch up. Yeah. It's that TV as a product has become grossly inconsistent and just underwhelming. And the things that are good get yanked out very quickly. Mm -hmm. So why are you going to invest any time, resources, or energy in something where a show can roll out and then two weeks later the bitch is gone? Do you know what I mean? And that's right. the model. That's the, like, why are you even going to fuck? you like, well, if something sticks around, oh, okay, that's why you have no problem waiting around to yeah. get something on DVD because why the fuck are you going to invest in shows that you don't even know are good I have that, that problem solved in my solution as well because you see, out of that fifty bucks a month, let's say, let's say, like, Herman like right, now, right now, like I have nine nine nine. I got nine 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 dollars no, no. for nine movies in nine months. The other three months are covered in a three 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 plan. Nine dollars for nine inch pizzas will be there by nine o'clock. I'm a YouTube oh, partner, okay? Like I have a YouTube. I'm part of their YouTube partner program. If I have a video that gets millions of hits, they'll just kick me some cash because no. people are viewing ads when they watch my shit. I get, table, a, black I get a punch of that. Unmarked bills. No, I mean it's all legit, <laughs> but it's cool. Uh, it's Google. They got it handled. They 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 basically they I I can all of my websites I host under one account, and that account pays for itself through YouTube views. Duffel bags. So I'm saying. So I just basically transfer accounts like virtual money from Google mm. over virtual. or from yeah, from Google slash YouTube. That's me as weird. Like they, they into, pay you, and you know, it's everything is electronic. Like, it's well, they will send me a check if I ask pay, them pay to send me a check. They'll send me a check, but it has to be over like a hundred bucks or something. Which is fucked, bro. Just let me get. And my every money. month I yeah. make I make like twenty five dollars a month. I mean, I don't do that much mm. stuff on YouTube anymore. You know, I should, but whatever. The point is, you could actually make. I mean, there are people who who their job is make YouTube content. They're you know really well off. Yeah. Some of them, like the top YouTube guys, are like millionaires. Yeah. I mean, they, you can make shitloads of money on YouTube, and that all comes from YouTube going, "Oh, this guy, you're the reason this guy's on the site. Yeah, you're the reason this person uh, downloaded or watched or whatever this ad, this commercial before your content. You're the reason for that. So we're going to give you a cut of that." You brought traffic to our site that gave us eyeballs to throw ads at. We'll we'll throw you some cash. Yeah, you can be a lucrative uh, industry that way. Now let's just suppose well, we got away with that. all of the we got away with all of the ads. Let's say for whatever reason in this in this weird idea I have, you're paying fifty bucks a month, and one month you all paying? you do is watch my shit. That's oh. all you do. That's the only media you consume for some reason. Um, is watching my YouTube channel. I get you fifty bucks. That sounds like a you sad know what I'm saying. Month. Uh, yeah, no, it's a real sad month. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real, it's a real, and you'd come away with like multiple personality disorder and a number of other problems. I but, need to branch out in March. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's the, the problem that that we have just with all of the the release of information is that you know obviously information wants to be free. Digital bits don't actually cost anything to. At this point, hard drives are so fucking big. It doesn't cost anything to, to store hundreds of hours of video yeah, or, yeah. or, you know, I've got 12,000 songs in my iTunes playlist or, yeah. or oh, I can have six million books and it takes up on a thumb drive. Hey, you, you know what I mean? Captain Braggadocious. I don't have six million books. I'm just saying that uh, if I did. You fucking sound like a man who does when you <laughs> brag about it. <laughs> I said you could. I, I do have 12,000 yeah. songs in my iTunes playlist, but the rest of them are just theoretical. Um, I do have hundreds of hours of DVDs, but those are physical. You can see those. You yeah. don't got nothing on Dewey Decimal. 
No, I don't. I don't even have a very good filing system. It's just alphabetic and then stuff that won't fit because I haven't taken out all the porn, which I yeah. might have to do, but I kind of like the idea of just having the porn out there. It makes me feel like a good person. Yeah, it's a nice, like, do I want to watch, you know, do I want to watch Borat? Do I've, I I've watch always I've never watched. Thing, do I want to watch? All of those uh, porn movies were given to me by clients. <laughs> never wanna... watched a single one of them. I just have them because <laughs> I worked on either the DVD itself or I worked for the company or the client or or I dated a girl who was in it. So they've all just been given to me. I've never watched any of them, but I just keep them there because, like, it's nice to just have. But it's in its own section. But if I took out that part, I could actually fit all the new DVDs I have bought recently into my collection. But I, I'm like, ah, but then what? Then I have the fucking creepy box of porn, yeah, right. and, and I'd rather have it out is, there. Yeah, See, no, and I, there's there's nothing you're hi- you're not hiding anything. I've always right. looked since I like when I was like a teenager or whatever, and I would like if I go to visit people's houses and stuff, and they had right. like, the movies out in the bookcase, I would always look to see like, do you have porn visibly <laughs> displayed? And yeah, I, when yeah. I found it, like, it would usually be like a couple, like oh. a married couple or something. I'd yeah, be like, yeah. that's, that's kind of baller. Like, you just like got that shit out there between, yeah. you know, it's just like, oh, the Sixth Sense and then uh, Six Jumanji. In your mouth. Yeah. And, okay. oh. uh, you know. Not, so. not, not, not alphabetical. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah, you're giving a sense of normalcy <laughs> to something that's very taboo. And once right, you do right. that, you take away the taboo factor. Yeah. I'm never going to let my kids come over to your house because you're probably a monster. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it happens. But no, yeah. you still respect me. I'll, I'll play poker with you. Yeah, well, that's He's a great man. Just ignore to... the bodies in the basement. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. I still, again, I don't have a basement. Well, everybody <laughs> got to assume I got a basement. That yeah. has come up time and time again on the show. I want to quell the rumors now. I, I, I do not have a basement. I feel this like is, this is the... <laughs> What but he does have roof is, access. The levels of what's going Mitch, on in my long in my long running series? Things that could be on Mitch's tombstone. <laughs> I, I do not have a basement. Perfect. The implications of that are too much. I'll put that on the board. But Mitch's what if? I do but not maybe have my goal in life is to get a basement, <laughs> and then by that point, you were like, and then just scratch it out, like redacted. Yeah. Oh. Redacted. I do have. I do have a basement. Uh, yeah. yo, he bro. died with a basement. Hey, I did, <laughs> the rumors I, are true. I was going more for like a murder mystery. Like you died. Like you oh. were like under. Like I do not have a basement. It wasn't me. No, okay. <laughs> but that's also good. It's flexible. You see, uh, it's flexible. Right. So let's suppose. Let's go back to this this entertainment fee. Okay. okay. Right. Fifty dollars. Uh, in fact, <laughs> let's even take it like way into the future. Mm. Let's just say internet connections are freely available. Wherever you go, there's just everybody's on YMAX. Like, it's gonna be sounds like the Norwegian. Happen. Is it? Or, I think uh, Sweden or it's one of the Norwegian yeah, countries, yeah. I believe. But they and they're like Nordic is uh, what you're Nordic, looking for. Nordic, the Norway. Yeah. Those <laughs> are the best countries I get to those, live I get in. Right those are the best countries. If you don't, if you don't mind rain, if you if you're okay with rain, well, so if that and if you if don't you mind, live in Seattle and you love it, go to Norway. <laughs> if you don't mind lithium in your water, like you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life in Norway. Apparently as well. Uh, yeah, but the Nordic countries. Thank yes. you, Mitch. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Scandinavians. Thank you. Uh, I think it may have been Sweden, but in their like Declaration of Human Rights or whatever, I believe access to like broad like broadband internet yeah. was yeah. a part yeah. of it. Yeah. Uh, because so let's it was take it further. Century, let's say you know? that everybody, we just got WiMAX going on, and just in your fucking taxes that you pay throughout yeah. the end of the year pays for that, That's and a then great idea. and then out of your taxes that you pay out of your paycheck or whatever. Some chunk of that goes to "quote unquote" the entertainment fee, uh-huh. and maybe it's maybe yeah. it's based on how much money you make, like taxes are. Maybe it's not. 
I'm just saying it's just something that comes out and then it's allocated based on this tracking that's on your system. Now, the problem that most people have with their uh, connections being tracked and their usage of things is like, especially right now, it's like, well, I did torrent that movie. I don't even know about that. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not a big deal. Yeah, I'm not really stealing because I wasn't going to go pay for it anyway. But hey, I can get it for free. So why the fuck not? Yeah, that's most of the problem. There's also, you know. You just illegal activities. Then there's when you're framed and things like this, or like it, you find out suddenly this thing that you did is somewhat illegal, mm-hmm. and you know there's 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 reasons to not be tracked. But I'm saying let's just in this hypothetical future, they're only tracking media okay. because they can they can do that through uh, hashtags. I think they're not hashtags. Uh, hash. Ooh, it's called hash mark, perhaps. Well, it's a unique code to every file. For instance, Dropbox is a is a service. It's a great. I love cloud Dropbox. Service. I have Dropbox. Drop, shout love out to Dropbox. Dropbox. Love Dropbox. Now, if you take a one gig, one point five gig movie file oh. and you throw it in your Dropbox, they'll run a hash on it to 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 calculate the bits. There's nothing else in the world that would have the exact same hash yeah. as that file. If they match that file, that hash against any other hash in their system. They don't even upload it. They go, no, we know what you're talking about. We got that. Boom. And they don't need to waste their server space on yet another copy of that yeah, exact that same thing. fucking thing. Well, that, yeah, that was the, so the problem. We you know into... that's possible. So yeah. if it was possible, it was like as you were downloading something, there was a check for the hash mm-hmm. while you were downloading. It would check the hash and go, oh, I know what that is. That's the latest episode of Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Boom. Five cents to Chuck Lorre. Yeah. Well, that's Would you of, have a problem with this theoretical future, either one of you? Well, no, because I think it frees up a lot of a lot of just space on a lot of people's time. You know, when you I remember when t- Pirate Bay was big, there's yeah, like yeah. 20 million different versions or or the same just little bits of the same song. Sure. You sure. know, and then there's 20 million people uploading that. Like, right. It frees up people's time. It's like, okay, you want this song? There you go. Like, well, you basically you've basically described Spotify. Do you know what I mean? I mean, that's essentially what the Spotify model is in the sense that you get a username. I still haven't used it yet. Baller ass shit. Uh, <laughs> I've had an account since it was UK only, but I, I, was, I never I used it. I was so it. gung-ho for it to come over to the States. Uh, but basically, Spotify, once you have your username, any computer that you log into, you have access to all your playlists, all the entire... So, like, you know, you just bounce from computer to computer, yeah. work to home to friend's house or whatever, and you've got all your shit still there. You... Pretty much all the major artists that would be in a service like that are there, except for, you know, like the big ones like Radiohead and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. I think like some random ones like maybe Arcade Fire doesn't have some stuff in there or like, you know, but they have a pretty solid uh, mix since it's still. And they only new. let you access stuff you already had when they scanned your shit is what you're saying. Well, no, like the way that it works is like, you know, all the major artists and stuff get there. But when you play a song, when you stream it, you can stream for free. You have a free model. Then there's like a monthly uh, yeah. subscription. Much and like then, Pandora. OK. Right. Uh, but a little bit better. No, because you don't actually have to like the get ads uh, the ad- like, there's ads. But like on Pandora, it's, you know suggested songs and such spotify you can search and build whatever you want to. yeah yeah well i just mean so far as right 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 yeah so the thing with that is that the all the artists get paid like the labels get paid based on the streaming so like every time you play something on spotify people get paid Mm -hmm. and you can download it if you pay for the monthly subscription then you can download stuff onto your mobile device or onto your computer so it's almost like itunes and then the artists and everyone else gets more money off of that as well. So that's kind of, I mean, those, that, those models are there. Yeah. And I think that in the sense that the music industry already went through this, what we're talking about with TV, 
And, like, they have had to come to terms with the things that you're talking about where they're like, all right, fine, like, fuck. We have no way except for facing this technology. We might as well do things like integrate Spotify well, and Facebook it, together. Yeah. And then yeah. your friends can see what you're listening to. And then everyone gets fucking money. We're trying, like, money. Let's fucking get it. You know, like, the yeah. music industry has had to face those. Well, that, I mean, that's what I'm saying is that the problem with all content right now is is the is the problem of how, like, we're all consumers of media, you don't have a problem knowing that uh, that a given piece of media that you enjoy is is uh, benefiting the artist responsible. I do, right, you know. Lock up yeah. MSNBC. <laughs> Fuck them. Can't have no money going to the prisoners. <laughs> but you're not enjoying it. There's no happiness there. You're right. No. See, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that is one scary show. No, no, there's no happiness, uh, dude. There's no happiness on that show. All right, let's. Uh, I don't. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, lock up. I, I yeah. Don't watch it. Don't have any idea what you're talking about. Yeah, Just well, saying that. Chat room knows. People do oftentimes want to pay. I mean, I've, I've seen it time and time again on the internet where somebody will be like, "Oh, this is a great. How can I support this artist directly without going through the labels?" And they get three cents of my ten bucks. Yeah. You know, this kind of thing. There are, you know, there's a lot of that out there where it's like, how can I support the person responsible for this and not their fucking gatekeepers on the way? Well, that's part of the glory of the Internet is that they can they produce it. Themselves. Right. But the problem is also that it's difficult to make people on the Internet pay for things mm-hmm. just in general, especially if they don't know what they We're at the culture now where it's like watch now or enjoy now, pay afterwards, yeah. figure it out later. Or it's part of a rolled-in fee or something like that. That's why I'm saying that I feel like the only way you're really going to get it done is to be like, look, it doesn't matter what you watch. Yeah. We'll figure it out later. It doesn't matter where you get it. It doesn't matter if you go to the fucking Pirate Bay. Mm. It doesn't matter if you go to Demonoid. It doesn't matter if you go to Hulu or Netflix or fucking any place. Yeah. It doesn't matter how you get a hold of the content. Cool. It's all rolled into this fucking fee, and we'll pay it out accordingly based on what you've consumed. I feel like that's the only way you're really going to get to work. And that, that applies to, you know, bloggers or uh, uh, artists, uh, you know, vi- digital artists, uh, deviant art, if you will, mm-hmm. um, TV, uh, music, well, I, podcasts. The, the thing is, you know, like. I mean, some of that is still like with the Comcast NBC Universal merger, you know, and the, how Comcast is a cable provider mm-hmm. and they're buying one of the major networks. That's yeah, why yeah. there's all these lawsuits going around right now because sure. they will have amassed too much content and too much access to content so and then the prices just become astronomical. So, like. That yeah, like yeah, it sounds good to just have like a fucking fee, but then what happens when only one person when only controls the access to the yeah. fee, and then the fact that you pay the fee, but then the data networks that you can suck that you, know. you that you consume on by all the mobile carriers who don't reveal anything about how they're actual like AT and T. T-Mobile, like none of those motherfuckers have any records about how much they've invested in their fiber optic networks and mm-hmm. stuff because they haven't. That's why AT and T sucks out here in LA with the iPhones. Because they're just now, like, investing to try and get it up to speed. It's fucking terrible. It would, it would actually be, honestly, it would be trivial to set up a system whereby checking a tag related to a given account, and it went there. We do that with books. The well, Isbin we're say, system. We're not saying the fact, system. barcodes. The system you're Barcodes do that by default. Idea, There's bro. only one barcode per fucking anything. It is the execution You'll never scan an album and find out that it comes up as a goddamn apple at the grocery store. You know what I'm saying? Every barcode is unique. So every barcode is tied to somebody's account, if you will, when it's scanned. Same fucking thing with these tags. 
If you can scan a file, find out the exact number of bits, and that's associated like a barcode with a given artist or company or whatever have you, then you could instantly route it accordingly. You wouldn't necessarily need anybody standing there checking it over, because who would? Who's got that kind of time? Yeah. We're talking about billions of fucking files and billions of fucking people. Of users, yeah. Yeah. You're talking, I'm saying, it wouldn't, Google could do it, honestly, very, very easily. They could set up a system whereby it's fingerprinted by files, and they just associate it with the artist responsible. And if you say, hey, I made this bit of content, I verify that it's mine, and it creates a unique fingerprint, it doesn't match anything else in the system, then until we hear otherwise, for all intents and purposes, this is yours. Yeah. And you might say, well, that's probability for abuse. That's what YouTube does now. They create a unique fingerprint of every video file that's uploaded. I don't know if you know that. There's a unique fingerprint, and they can instantly, they can scan the fucking thing and find out if you use copyright material and shit. And if you go on there and you say, this is my video, and I'd like to get paid for it, they do a rigorous test. They run that through every system they got. And the moment they find out that it isn't yours, delete your account. This is it. No more you getting money for shit. Because they're like, you goddamn lied. So anytime I'm doing like my episodes of shit, and some of my viral videos contain like a fucking photo of something copyright. And I'm like, I don't want to chance it. Mm -hmm. So like the shit that would actually make me hundreds of dollars a month, I don't even collect on. I can't. Or I maybe I could, but I don't want to chance it. Yeah. But the point is, they're doing that now. It would be trivial to just fingerprint files, associate them with people who have claimed them, and pay it out accordingly. I mean, just saying. I, well, I mean, I think trivial is a very dismissive word of the <laughs> of the of the enterprises that would have to sign off on that accord. I, I, I'm literally just talking about the technology side, yeah. side of it. Now, I'll grant you. The whole idea is fucking whack as shit, and it, and I I'm sure if anything we've talked about on this show gets angry hate mail about anything, it's gonna be people going nobody gets to track my media usage, whatever. Yeah. I'm just saying I I haven't heard it, it, maybe it's my ego talking. I haven't heard a better plan. Like how do you fucking solve a problem where everything's freely available all the time and people creating it need an incentive? to keep creating it, and people should be getting paid for their, their artistic works, and we have a huge problem with the copyright system and the fucking patent laws and things like this. How do you solve all these fucking problems? And my suggestion is you fucking take it out anyway. Mm -hmm. You take out a, a nominal fee, whatever it is. Down. Take out the thing, <laughs> track the shit accordingly, and pay it out accordingly. And then this way... You you've got every everybody gets paid according to their merits based on the people who consume their media, and I feel like that's the only way you're going to ever actually solve the fucking problem. But you know, then you're taking out the middleman, and the middlemen get pissed Basically, about that. Yeah, exactly. You want Spotify to rule the world? I guess. I mean, I don't really know how their whole system works, but you know, I think mean, yeah, let's go with that. Fine. But you watch ads, so nobody's. I mean, I guess somebody's. I yeah, guess getting paid ads. if you're watching yeah, ads. ads. Yeah, if you're watching ads, I guess no, somebody's getting paid. You hear him, bro. All... I mean, naturally, there's going to be people in this world who simply just can't pay for their free internet access that's given to them. And and I know how we feel in this country right now. These the the uh, fucking the lay of the land about, oh, socialism. Yeah. I'm paying for somebody yeah. else to watch yeah, a keep, movie porno. I love it. And, keep yeah. your hands off my government. You yeah, know, yeah, Medicare. Get your government out of my Medicare. Yeah, that's glorious. Yeah. So I mean, look, I get it. I'm just saying. I mean, if you have you given either of you given any thought to how you're gonna how you're gonna figure this out in the future? How anybody's gonna figure this out in the future? 
I'm just gonna keep telling jokes. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna make quality product, bro. That Americans want to spend good, hard-earned, disposable. We're income. all media creators. We create this here podcast that we don't get paid for, uh, which is fine because it doesn't cost anything really at this point. Thank God. <laughs> I mean, I think the other thing too. I think the other thing too about media creation is that, like, if you think about creating a product, I feel like part of the reason why those institutions are so against like investing in more cutting edge technologies is that it's such a fucking expensive thing. Yeah. And it's such an expensive proposition. They don't like risk. And there's no all. way to know that it's going right. to pay off. And because they because have, you it, don't know how you're going to pay the people. Invested. You don't know how you're yeah, going to work. They, yeah. It's yeah. so inflated now that it's so difficult for you to roll out something that's just very streamlined because if we had a good idea for something, we wanted to go out and shoot it and it was a 30 minute shorter, short sketch or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, we could put that together Probably for maybe like a thousand dollars being like generously high. I yeah, like. very high. You know high, what I mean? High, yeah. If you, depending on like what, if we want to do something really fancy, but if we just want to put together something really funny or entertaining or dramatic or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Put that together for a couple hundred bucks. And then if the shit starts getting, then like all of a sudden, whatever money we start making off of that, our very bottom line to invest in was so low that we like, you instantly quick. you instantly put yourself in the black again that's very much like this podcast like uh, you know all the equipment is already purchased right it's uh there's a term for it i can't remember what it is now but basically it's our no matter what i do i'm not suddenly gonna it's not all gonna disappear and i have the money back now right. i could go sell the shit on the third party market I go sell, sell on craigslist i'm gonna get fucking pennies on the dollar for any of it but whatever Fucking money spent at this point, it basically runs for free. Mm-hmm. Now there's bandwidth costs, but I've found some trickery around that and I've found ways to cut costs in that regard. Now, the point where bandwidth costs become an issue is when you get into, you know, 20,000 downloads a day or some fucking crazy, ridiculous high number like that. Right. But the way that I uh, deal with that in my head is, is that concern is like, that's a good problem to have, as, right. as we used to say. Business you know? is a booming. To, yeah, if, to be if, busier if, than you're capable of handling. If every day a thousand people downloaded any episode of the podcast, mm-hmm. Uh, so 7,000 a week, uh, 30,000 some odd a month, whatever have you. Let's say 30,000 a month. Um, granted, my bandwidth costs would go up, but if 30,000 people a month are listening to me and Teddy and whoever's our guest, mm-hmm. then we could book a fucking show anywhere in the country. Yeah. Like that. We'd be like, hey, Teddy Mitch rolling through your town doing two nights at the fucking improv. Mm-hmm. We're set. Right. Never have to work again. Yeah. Now, granted, bandwidth cost goes up, but who gives a fuck? You can, ma- you you can quit your job yeah, tomorrow. It does, yeah, it doesn't. But it, it's n- but we wouldn't effectively be making money through the podcast. Uh-huh. You the know what I'm saying? Ratio, like it would yeah. be like we would just be able to use that audience for something else, and that's kind of how I've done everything in my life regarding my sort of entertainment career. Um, when I used to have an internet TV show years ago. I, I used that audience to sort of just, you know, plug numbers into my YouTube channel uh-huh. and shit like that and, and keep them coming back. And I could sell time to advertisers before and after my show because I didn't like taking commercial breaks. Yeah. Things like this. It was just like, look, I've got eyeballs. I can do this with them. And unfortunately, as our show ended was right around the time that everybody was just like, fuck MySpace. Yeah. And I lost you know, I mean, it's, it's impossible to get a hold of, you know, 50,000 people. Mm-hmm. How am I going to find them? You know what I mean? They don't check their MySpace. Yeah, hey, guys, remember when this Friendster. was? Friendster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, yo, Friendster, what up, what up? 
So that's the kind of thing. The larger audience that one has to pull from, you can do something with that. And it always upsets me when I've known people who have a large audience to pull from and don't do anything with it. Mm. It's and wandering it's that like, 21st century gold, What the fuck is the baby? matter with you? Yeah. Like you have, a, if you've got eyeballs, you got you're fucking to that kind of, Yeah, yeah. If you have any, if you're if you're above base level moron, and or above, above I just want to sleep, jerk off, and get high all day. Level of lazy, you can do something. You can monetize whoever's looking at you. Right. Now everybody listening is like, oh, I'm not, they're not getting any of my money. Look, I get it. <laughs> we but stole the thing it is, like, look, Teddy's got an album out. I got an album out. I've got another album coming out soon. Teddy's working on his second mm-hmm. album right now. We're going to be selling that too. Now that it's very likely that people listen to the podcast go, I also I want to hear it. Check it out. Yeah. I wanna, you know, yeah. yeah. I, listen, I listen to this fucking show every week. I want to hear an hour of each of them doing their shit mm-hmm. individually, irrespective of bouncing off anything what do they write when they're you know just they have freedom to write whatever yeah. they want they don't have to riff i'm curious to know i'll spend five bucks ten mm. bucks whatever yeah you know, <clears throat> so you can always use that four uh, binders on november 2nd <laughs> <laughs> i didn't hear i just heard november 2nd i got it bro uh, yeah. oh four i got nerds, it, four yeah, I, was, I, got it. <laughs> I was plugging it again because you, know you were on that, that stream that reminds yeah. me of one of my favorite commercials it was one of the fucking it was during the collect call era which can we just take oh, a moment to man. appreciate how yeah. amazing those that era was with Carrot Top and David Arquette? Oh my God, yeah. We had a George really, Carlin. We had a real. Oh wow, I forgot about that. Carlin, yeah. Yikes! And he uh, mentioned on stage, if you're having cognitive dif- dissonance about <laughs> me complaining about corporate America while I do commercials for collect call companies, yeah. hell, some of that shit you're gonna have to figure out on your own. <laughs> I, uh, I, but there was the one where the dude was at the hospital. With the baby had just been born, and they called. I think his parents or the wife's parents, and uh, and he's like, "Collect call for." He's like, "Bob, how do baby? It's a boy." I remember that. Oh, yeah, and, I remember uh, that. Like, no, yeah. we'll decline. Yeah. And then the wife's like, "Who was that?" He's like, "It was Bob. They had a baby. They had a baby. It's a boy. It's a, it's a boy. boy." That's right. Brilliant. That's right. I Brilliant. That. I remember that. That yeah. is a fucking great commercial. Yeah. But that is exactly what that uh, photo is better than between them. <laughs> yeah. I mumble as it is. By all means, we're going to plug it again at the end of the show. Uh, people listening, did he? Four Nerds by Nerds, uh, Comedy Store Belly Room, November 3rd, you Second. said? Second. My bad. Second, that 8 p.m. That is a Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday night, 8 p.m. <clears throat> it's five bucks. Who but, knows uh, weekdays? This right. guy. Rain Man. Any, this guy. Yeah, any comics listening, any nerdy comics listening, you know, come show up. You know, come talk to me. Let me know your comic. I'll get you in for free. It's not a big deal. They are not talking to you, Justin Dubois. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. He's such a I, nice guy. I love him. I love him as well. Yeah, <laughs> that invitation was not for you. He will be. He will be. At, he will be at my birthday show this Saturday. And that invitation is for you. Yeah, that is. Well, he's performing. I would be really upset if he didn't show up. And I think. I think he's giving me a ride because I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to drive. I'm like, look, yeah. I'm going to be shit faced. That's what you need someone to drive. Being a responsible he drove me person. to the last one too. So it's just kind of like, in a lot of ways, it's sort of a repeat of the first one. Uh, although better in a lot of ways mm-hmm. for yeah. me. It's I'm like- in a better headspace. At the first DVD, honestly, like, I remember telling people at the time, I said, you know, I, I don't know if I'm even cut out for this shit. I, I always wanted to just put out an album of something and I didn't make it in music. And I haven't done one for comedy, so I'm just going to do a fucking album. I'm going to do a DVD. It might be the last show I ever do. It might go terribly. I might get up there and have no idea how to spend an hour on stage. Right. And uh, 
It didn't go terribly. I'm yep. not as proud of it as I don't know that I'd ever. I don't know. I can't really. I don't know anybody who's done their first one. It's like, yeah, that first one, woo, nailed it. Yeah. After that, all downhill. <laughs> no, that's not a bad spin, idea. So, I'm gonna. I, I, I'm a Christmas Eve baby. I'm turning 25 this year, and yeah. that might not be a bad idea to 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 get half an hour together. I got 10 more minutes, and I yeah. think I can do that. Yeah, you know what? It, I, look, I. My my new material that I started writing probably at the beginning of this year uh, till now, I think it's about 20-something mm-hmm. minutes. I wrote the other half last night. You know, whatever. Just just all you got to do is just set a time. Yeah. Be like, I'm going to have this much material, set a date, and then you have to you do have it. You have to do it, yeah. Are you, do you, when you sit down and write, are you one of those people who, like, will sit down and do chunks at a time? Or do you? I I literally will have conversations and something will pop into my head and I'll put it on my phone yeah, for later yeah. and then I'll work on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little both. I mean, like you know, all day long I'm thinking of dumb shit. Uh-huh. You're just like ah, oh, uh, uh. and then I'll I'll quickly make a voice note. Hey, make a note to yourself to think about that thing again because mm-hmm. there was something funny there. Yeah, that that you know yeah, whatever this thing. kind of shit. Uh, I'll write stuff. I'll write myself emails. I got various note taking applications. I got my voice memos. Mm-hmm. I got a whiteboard that I'll use. And then, um, so, like, for instance, uh, this weekend from Friday through Sunday, I just just got high. I just got really, really high, and I pulled yeah, out the whiteboard. You took <laughs> like a trip to Greenland. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and I just pulled out the whiteboard, and I, and I wrote down the first few bits that I knew I was definitely going to put on there that I'd done before. Uh-huh. Pulled up my various notes, my text notes, my voice notes, whatever. Had some music going. And then I paced back and forth. And like I would talk to my phone or I'd talk to myself and I'd make another yeah. note on the whiteboard and then connect this thing. And then my mind would just wander and I'd be like, oh, I could connect that to this other thing or mm-hmm. this joke that I wrote six months ago that I've never used. Never used but yeah. it like fit with this fucking weird. Yeah. And then I looked at the whiteboard and I was like, nah, I'm going to erase this. I don't feel really good about mm-hmm. this bit anymore. I'm going to take that out. But that reminds me of this other thing. Yeah. Again, if you have it's the same when you get started doing comedy when you when you go like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna go up on stage and it's just gonna be me and a microphone uh-huh. i'm gonna tell motherfuckers what i think like when you make that conscious decision there was a time prior to you actually getting up on stage and doing it where you had to sit down and do something yeah write the fucking joke or come up with it in your head or fucking write a set list or whatever whatever your method is mm-hmm. at some point you had to take that and something pushed you Something made it to where if you didn't do that, there would be negative repercussions. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, Justin Dubois, I've been friends with him for fucking five, six years now. And he talked to me. We we did like little indie movie things together. And he would talk to me like, yeah, I'd really like to do some comedy. I think I think it'd be fun to really get up on stage. I said, yeah, let's let's get you on stage. Let's, let's see what happens. Yeah. You know, I'll get you some gigs. And he'd be like, I don't know, I, I don't know. And then he'd immediately drop it. And this went on for like two years. Uh-huh. And then finally, I just, in the middle of a conversation at a party, I called TK. Okay. I said, listen, my friend Justin wants to go up um, on Saturday. Uh-huh. Uh, he's got some people. We're going to bring a good crowd. So throw him up on there. He'll do seven minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it would be good for him. Wow. He's like, is he any good? I was like, yeah, I know. He's really funny. <laughs> it's really funny. Sounds right. I love so it. Yeah, that sounds, yeah. sounds, that sounds right. exactly like TK, yeah. Yeah, so uh, so I hung up the phone and uh, and I was like, all right, you're 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 on Saturday. And this was like a week prior, uh-huh. something like week and a half, because this was on a Friday, I think. And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, you're doing seven minutes next weekend. Mm-hmm. Everybody at the party's gonna come. It'll be it'll be grand. And that's what got him up on stage to start doing comedy. He hasn't stopped since then, but that 
You know? Yeah, because now the, he had that shit the, on the, the, same, the bird's nest push. That's yeah. like the first time I ever did. I think I I think I mentioned to you before when I was in college. Back yeah. in good old Green Castle. Uh, oh, Indiana. Oh, Mitch, I caught uh, you slipping. I, uh, I, it was in Green Castle, Indiana. Do it live! Oh. I actually don't remember what the one I usually use. Fucking thing sucks. Oh, Mitch, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Great insult oh, to the good go. people. Okay, of okay. Let's, let's do it again. The good people of Green Castle, Indiana. Fucking thing sucks! Don't you do uh, it. You <laughs> uh, but we had a, like, we did a thing of laugh off. must die! Thank you. Yeah. Uh, we did a laugh off between us and a rival Different school. Brown, words to live by. So, <laughs> now you're just making up for lost time. Uh, yep. But they, uh, <laughs> damn it, Mitch. They, fucking thing sucks. It was a fundraiser. Uh, I believe like Come leukemia on, awareness. Uh, but it was I like, get a pee. Uh, <laughs> it was like it was, I think it was like a, a fundraiser, uh, like battling cancer and such. And so, like our school did a laugh off. The other school did a laugh off. Mm-hmm. And the winners of each one mm-hmm. would be at battle each other. And then, oh you know, wow! Then, been, then you know, so it was like so you, you got to compete twice. You yeah. know, and so like the top three of ours against their top three. And I like uh, I was like I saw it. And I was like eh, I'm not gonna do it. Like nope. And I think I didn't do it the first year. And then it, they, they did it another year or whatever. And then. But, like, I didn't enroll myself. You know, mm-hmm. like, all of a sudden, people are like, oh, hey, heard you got me in the laugh off. It's pretty awesome, man. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. And I was like, what are you talking about? I didn't sign up for that uh-huh. at all. And then, like, my name was in the paper for shit. And I was yeah. like, what the fuck, man? Like, I'm going to have to do it now. Yeah, yeah. but then I was like, like, all right, I guess I got to fucking put together a set. That sounds like a, it sounds like a TV sitcom. It's like somebody, you know, wrote your name on right. the wall. Right. And, and I, to this day, I don't know who signed me uh-huh. up for that. I really don't at all. And then I did it. I, like, the set I put together, everyone else did about, like, maybe, like, five to seven. Maybe eight or so, the tops. And then I, I think I did like 25. Wow. Which I have on tape somewhere and I've, like, I watch it and it's and like, you know, I haven't watched it in a while, but like, it's a weird thing to see because like, there's some jokes that I do to now. To see where you progressed, yeah. Right. But like, I, they obviously have evolved a lot since uh-huh. then, but I, it's like, it's still a mind blowing thing for me. That was like the first time that I did it and I had my hand forced. I like, yeah. I was like, that's not like now I know like that is not a normal thing. You yeah. Know what I mean, like you, unless you've been preparing for something for a long, long time and then someone finally makes you do it mm-hmm. and you're like, all right, I, I fuck, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. My, I remember my very first set I actually played for the same guy. Uh, yes, yesterday, I think. Yeah. It was Sunday. Yeah. So yesterday, Sunday night, I played this, this, Hawaiian fusion restaurant in Cerritos and it was the same dude who booked me for my very first show in the Ice House Annex you know and he was like uh, so you want to do comedy he was like you've been doing this long I was like well I've you know acted for a few years and I just I want to do something different I think I'm going to try it out he's like all right well you know we go up next month uh, you know I'll give you I'll give you seven minutes what do you think about that I'm like okay I think I could do it and it was one of those things, I went home that night, and I was like, holy shit, I timed out seven minutes. And I remember sitting there in silence, timing seven minutes, looking at my stopwatch. I'm like, holy God, how am I going to talk for that long and keep people entertained? Yeah. I was fucking... T- I, I, I remember doing, which is like... And I think, I don't know, I mean, it's fucking weird, but like... And so I won that, I got like mm. first for that, and then we had the finals against the rival school, and then I did... I was like, I guess I gotta write all new stuff because like people are coming out again. Like, yeah, right, a lot of right. people can't have them see the same show. What the yeah. fuck is that shit, right? Which is like is a weird thing because that's like kind of antithetical to all of comedy, right. basically. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're always constantly working on things, or you know, it's some. But like, I totally wrote like a totally different like ten or fifteen minutes to like put it together. You know, and I was like, 
All right, I, I guess that's what you. I guess that's what you do, right? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. New stuff every time. New yeah. stuff every time. I was like, this shit is hard. So like, you know, what, <laughs> you know what though? I was mo- thinking about it. Like, I was most productive during my first couple months because I was constantly writing, like doing that. Like, the pressure is on. My next show is, you know, is a week away. I need to come up with at least two minutes of new shit. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I I feel like I have to do that every time I get on stage because mm-hmm. I like I have this weird. I don't know if anybody else shares this, but I have this weird thing where I feel like I totally don't fucking belong. Mm-hmm. And so I'm constantly trying to find the point where I go, ah, fuck it, I'm no good at this. Yeah. And like that's been my entire stand-up career. It's the reason I did the first DVD. It's the reason I'm doing the second one where it's like, can I do it again? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's that kind of thing. Every time I go on stage... Right before I get up there, I go. I shouldn't be even doing this. I, mm-hmm. I have no fucking. I have no business up there. No, that's if there was know? any sort of like neurosis to have. It that's a great one because it it constantly challenges you against yourself. Like you're your own. Like I don't blog. No, look at that's the problem. Look at that guy. That guy's fucking good. awesome. That's, good. that's a great neurosis to have. I don't think. A, <laughs> I don't think that diagnosis is going to come on any other couch except the one on straight Riffin. Uh, it, where where it becomes board. a problem is that I'm terrible at like booking. Like mm-hmm. I, I fucking forget. Like I'll, I if people didn't call me, like if Jose Chavez, if Jose Chavez didn't hit me up once a week to tell me he has a gig he wants to put me on, like I wouldn't perform for a year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's the the thankfully the community of comedians that I now am yeah. associated with. Uh, if they didn't constantly like, hey, I'm doing a show, you want to join? If they didn't do that, I wouldn't. Because yeah. I'd be like, I have no right. That's one of the. Like, great I don't want to bother people. That's one of the really great things I've, I've noticed. <laughs> I, that's I've, I don't want to like, bother people. Like, the, just, hold on, real quick. The fine. birthday it's show fine. was the same. Like, birthday show was I was drunk at, at Justin Dubois' place. Uh-huh. You remember this, Teddy? And I was yeah. like, I want to do a birthday show. I should record a new album. And I was like, I could, I could do that at Flappers. And I was like, I mean, I'm just saying, it'd be kind of cool. And yeah. he goes, I could get you the Yoohoo room. We could totally book, you know, for that night. It's Saturday night. It'd be mm-hmm. perfect. I could, I could do that. And I was like, yeah, right, buddy. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm recovering from a hangover, driving myself home the next morning. Wait, and Jose, I just get myself yeah, into? Jose calls me. He's like, okay, dude, you're booked for the 29th. I was like, oh my God, I have to actually do it, don't I? <laughs> like, it's, sorry, go ahead with your thing. But I, that was, that was the same kind of situation where I was like, I was just fucking around, man. Like, I, I don't know that I want to do that, like, <laughs> but now I have to. Now I'm on the line. Like if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't. You know. Yeah. I don't remember what I was. So, I'm saying. sorry. I was saying that's why I. That's why I. Why it's a bad neurosis to have. I think you were oh. talking about a good. Neurosis. Oh no, yeah. yeah I mean, it, I mean, if anybody's gonna, you know, like shit on you, it should be yourself. That's good, bro. Yeah. There's a lot of gems coming out of this conversation. Oh, right but yeah, no, if no. Everybody's going to shit on you. It should be yourself. You should shit your I own pants. Put, yeah. I have put three things yeah, on the yeah. board in three yeah. minutes. This yeah. is a new straight riffing record. Stuff. It's amazing. I, yeah, what I was gonna say was, yeah, I remember now. It's uh, uh, in the year and maybe like two months I've been doing comedy. Yeah. Everybody I've met, and I don't know if if this is just how comedy is because I have yet to leave the state and leave you know uh, Southern California, but. Everybody I've met, almost without exception, you know, I've got like, you know, really good sort of first impression from, uh, you know, and just everybody's been really cool. Like, hey man, you know, when are you going up next? I'll come check you out, or at least try to. Uh, let me get see if I can get you some stage time over here. It's right. it's it's really communal. It's it's kind of like you know, I'll scratch your back, you scratch mine. Yeah, we're all in this together because we're not making any money. Yeah. 
Well, that's, I mean, that's the thing is like, and Teddy and I have talked about that with this show is like one of our, our, the pride that we have in this show is, mm. is bringing together so much of the SoCal sort of comedy scene in our guests and our discussions and the clubs that we're performing at and things like that, where there's, there's people I've had on this show that I've performed with, you know, 10, 15 times. And I never really talked to mm. Teddy amongst them. Yeah. I've, I've performed with you guys quite a few times with right. through TK and yeah. you know, it's either you're I'm like, I know me, I go over my set three or four times before I go on just to make sure I have right, it down. Right. And you know, like everybody has their own pregame. Well, I am hosting all the time. Yeah. 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 Their own pregame thing. So it's, it's like, it's, it's you like don't really a, have time to, to, converse unless you unless it's after the show and even then it's kind of weird because yeah yeah i mean you know i try to but i just i'm just again like like teddy and i the longest conversation we ever had was the first episode of this show when it was Uh justin dubois hosting and teddy was our first guest and that was the longest conversation i ever had with teddy yeah and i mean i i specifically asked him to host for my first dvd Mm -hmm. and uh we didn't actually like hang out just not doing a show until like a month or two into this show, at least. Yeah, it was like a, we were like, "Hey, let's let's yeah. hang out on Saturday. We'll go over the show." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. let's let's do that. We yeah. should we should do that now." Yeah, yeah. like now we're friends, yeah. but like we we didn't not that we were enemies. We just weren't. We we're were just, like acquaintances. Just acquaintances. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know. And so it's cool to have a you know just to have this sort of community where it's like I am getting to know these comics better and like finding that. Uh, I tend to, I guess, think that people are far more hateful than they are. Like there was a lot of. <laughs> Like, I thought Dan Fredrickson was, like, a, an ironic dick uh. for, like, a very long time. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't run into hey, him yet. Someone needs to tell him that's a Dan right now. Yeah. But I thought, uh, uh, like, I thought he was, like, he's like because he's, he's got, like, a sarcastic stage presence. Uh-huh. He's a nice guy. Like, well, he's he never mean that. to me. He uses that, though, a lot, though, like, in the, yeah. the Babysitter's Club uh-huh. sketch that we just yeah, did yeah. where he's, like. He did a great job. Yeah, where he's, like, he's like, you're stupid. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like he and it's I love that about him because he yeah. like he when he embraces it and yeah. it's such a knowing smarmy wink about it like yeah. you're, you're dumb you yeah, know? yeah. Like, <laughs> it's one of the funniest things it's so funny ironic dick that is great, great yeah he upside. was like because he's got that sarcastic kind of thing where I'd like go I don't know about it you know and it's he's not a like good I belittler. I didn't I didn't necessarily have like I wasn't I was never like oh he's a dick like I don't want to hang out with uh-huh. that guy but I just kind of thought well he's got his own thing he's you know he's focused on his thing and mm-hmm. like I I don't you know I didn't have anything against him but no. I felt like we we probably wouldn't hang out well, there was I like, had the like same thing yeah conception yeah, yeah. Of somebody did. who's the, the like that's their stage you know yeah, presence yeah. that's what they personify and Sorry, who they actually that? are I was I feel like I didn't even really start like hanging out with people until like. I was around a lot, and then I started hosting, and then all of a sudden I was like talking to people, mm. and I was like, "Well, this is weird." Yeah, I have been around you people for a very long time, but I feel like I have only now know, like now begin mm. beginning to get to know you and have real interactions and yeah, shit, you know, yeah. yeah. And it was like years, like a year plus, like you know, it was a long time. Yeah, before yeah. I was like, all right, like, and Dan was one of those people. Like all of a sudden, like Dan and I started talking, and then it was like, oh. Wow! Yeah, we have a lot in common. Yeah, this and is- it's like it's like it's. Uh, and I hope this doesn't sound uh, offensive to him, but like Justin Ruppel is a far deeper person than than he let on. Uh-huh. Just on, he doesn't like talking after his shows. Like he's vehemently against talking after mm-hmm. shows. 
uh, to like people standing around at a comedy club. Even if you know him, yeah. he doesn't want to talk to you. <laughs> I've just, noticed that. I have, I have noticed that. He just stands in the corner. And it's very like off-putting where you're like, huh. oh, I guess he just doesn't like me. Yeah. All right, I don't want to. You know, and it's like, again, don't think he's a mean guy, but I just was like, all right, well, he does his comedy. Uh -huh. Then he goes, all okay, right, whatever. But he's like one of the most motivational motherfuckers you'll ever meet. Mm -hmm. If you get in with Justin Ruppel, like, like he's that kind of person that would be personally offended if you killed yourself. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? He's like that level of empathy. He's, right. it's, it's, it's incredible. And his insight and like anytime you need like advice about shit, yeah, when he, he's in the mood to give it, changes your life. Yeah. yeah I, to, I tell him he person. is my Obi-Wan, bro. I tell him that all the time. He fucking is. You he gave, yeah, he awesome. gave me some great advice. It was just randomly. We were sitting at the federal bar. I was sitting backstage. I was just like going over my set and he was like, you know what, dude? He's like, uh, can I give you a bit of advice? Like, no, you know, I don't want to critique you or anything. Right, right. It was like, no, I was like, I'll take it from anybody who's been doing this. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm all ears. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't want to come off prideful. Like, no, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. It's like, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just, nobody, I, else. Yeah, nobody I just, else does either. I just really. come up with some shit and hope yeah. that it works. Of course. Of course. Uh, you know, and he was like, you know, and he just started analyzing. He was like, you know, the way that you do your set, you know, and he was comparing the way I perform to, to you know, some of the people who are more animated. He's like, why don't you give that a try tonight? Like, just see how it goes. And I was like, okay, I mean, I, I'll do it, no problem. And it was one of those things that I discovered, like, new pieces of how, how my performance could come together. Nice. You know, if I just, if I moved a little bit more, or yeah. if I made gestures at certain points, right. rather than being, because when I first started, uh, I was just, like, very, like, I'm there, I'm telling Much jokes. Much bigger delivery. Yeah. 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 And now, you know, I'm a lot more animated, and, and, you know, sometimes I do it, it's it's too big, but I'm learning, like, where that line is. Yeah, I get the superpowers. I, I feel like you can't even go too big. I don't know. Maybe yeah, I'm wrong can. in that. I think Robin Williams is a testament to that. <laughs> but he's, I mean, he's Robin Williams. Yeah. But you just, can say, you can walk out there right I now. I feel like both of us could rest our case, though. Uh -huh. But just giving, just <laughs> No, him. but what I'm saying is that, that you could walk out the street right now, any street in America, and say, Robin Williams. And people go, oh, oh I like Robin Williams. Fair enough. So I mean, you can you can say Pat Adams is a baller ass movie. Miss Delphi, motherfucker. Miss Delphi, Miss Delphi. Good morning, Vietnam. No, you're like that's the one thing. Ruppel's one of those people, and like these these kind of people, I feel like are very rare. The people who like enjoy giving people advice and constructive criticism that actually feels like it's coming from a place of I want to see you succeed. succeed. Yeah. 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 I mean, and he like and he fucking like I I have watched him doing people's sets that he knows and that he doesn't know, just whip out his phone and take notes yeah. on things to tell them and then and then watch him seek them out. Like and do exactly what mm -hmm. you just said. Where he's like, "Hey, like, can I don't I'm like I'm not trying to critique or criticize. Like, can I just give like share something yeah, with yeah. you?" Because he fucking sees something and he's like, "I think I have something that would work for you. Yeah. Maybe just give it a shot." That was right. the and greatest piece of advice he ever could have given me because he related it to like what other guys were doing and the way that they kept attention on what they were saying. Sure, because sure. that's all it related to is is like how to keep attention on what you're saying. It's such yeah, a, it's yeah. so genuine. You know what I mean? I feel like that's and I feel like that's like to to fucking link it all back on some Chris mm -hmm. Nolan riffing. 
to the media content that you're talking about in the 21st century. Reception. Riffs. Oh, that's oh, no, no, I don't want to cut go. you off. Write it down <laughs> no, in a minute. No, it's okay. No, we need it. to go deeper. Uh, what I was going to say is that, like, I think it's that sort of sense of authenticity and genuine mm. uh, and, and uh, being genuine, you know, that right, makes sense. Yeah. Sets apart content, especially because sure. so many people fucking trade in on their brand, and you're like, "Well, you're garbage." You know, you're just running yeah, out. Yeah. Of, like, selling out the classic selling like, out thing. I feel like, and that's one of the reasons why Louis has become so popular. Yeah, yeah. And it's a very fucking. He's allowed bear. to do whatever he's, the fuck he wants. Right. Yeah, it's one of I love on his that own show. terms, bro. Oh, yeah. on his own terms. Yeah. And the budget is show. cheap, and he fucking shoots it, and he edits it, and he directs it, and he fucking writes it all on his own, and he's got his own. Well, crew the thing is, like, I was gonna say, I, like, I wanted to invite Justin to do the show. Uh, either either be on the bill or just fucking watch. I'd still love to have him there, but I'm like, he probably has shit going on. Mm-hmm. It's Saturday night. I mean, you know, he probably He's has a handsome shows. man with a hot fiance. Yeah, you know, I'm saying he probably has like a, either a show in Seattle or he's doing one of DK's shows. He makes know, a lot of moves, know. bro. He yeah. makes moves. It's, it's like I'd be like, hey, let me steal you for a night while you critique 40 <laughs> some odd minutes of my set. Like, I'd be like, he But if you're going to you pick know? anybody to do it, it's not a bad guy to have just is, sitting, yeah. you know, and like But then also, you know, I mean, he's been like, we, we went to see um, oh, Todd Glass uh-huh. do his, his Comedy Central special or maybe HBO special. I don't know. Some special. Uh, and I took him with and... There was two shows. There was like a seven o'clock and a ten o'clock show, and I showed up at the seven o'clock one, and they just handed me a ticket, and I wasn't even. I was like, "You didn't even look at the list." Yeah. They're like, "Oh, I no, just here you go." And I was like, "I had two. I bought two. Like, I felt like an idiot. I should never buy tickets for these things." Uh, and they just gave me another ticket. I was like, "Can I come back at 10? They were like, "Yeah." So I was like, "All right." And you know, I just talked to Ruffle, and He's like, oh, "I'm doing a show with DK uh-huh. and the whole thing." And so I called him. And I was like, "Well, I'm gonna just. I'm gonna go hang out." over at Formosa with you and then let's go to Todd Glass at 10 yeah. and he's like cool by me and uh, and I did a show that night that went really well and like on the drive to Todd Glass he kept going like you, you recorded that show let me hear it yeah. put it on the yeah. put it on the stereo I was like I don't uh, like how weird is you know it was, it was a very weird thing but you know it was that kind of thing where I was like is he just flattering me or did he really want to hear it because mm-hmm. he wants to pick it apart or it's the kind of thing where the in a, I'm totally kissing his ass right here, but he's got that sort of uh, per- personability. <laughs> he's got that personability that, that I require that that I that I aspire rather to to uh, have. Is that kind of thing where it's like I do care what people say, but I don't think that it comes off the same way. Mm-hmm. And certainly on this show, like I'll listen to episodes where I go, it sounds like I didn't even fucking care what they had to say, right. but I do. I just had. Like I was like, I want to encourage them to say more by throwing in a, and yeah. it just, I need to get better at shutting the fuck up. Well, it's also the guests too. I mean, you can. Uh, I did another podcast a couple weeks ago uh, called Drinking Buddies, uh, and it was a lot of fun. They had Todd Berry call in. Nice, nice. And you know, you've ever seen Todd Berry? You know Todd Berry. He's very quiet. He's very yeah. just like minimal. Yeah. You know, that's his yeah. comedy. That's what he does, and that's just how he is. He called in. And they were trying to pull, you know, stuff from him and stories and stuff. And he was just very minimal, very bare, you know. And then I come in and I'm like, with me and my voices, I'm like, okay, (laughs) at least we have something here. Like they were, they were sweating in the booth. Ah! 
That's our. Uh, it's our. It was the word, word of the day. Was the word of the day. Uh, you missed that. That actually, the show. that actually is perfect because that reminds me of the thing that I wanted to tell you earlier, which is I was at. Uh, let me fi- let him finish his finish, story, go ahead. and then I do want to hear your story because I forgot we were going to go to that. Yeah, Thank but, you for reminding me. Uh, what was the? You were talking about uh, being on the podcast, Todd Berry. Oh, and doing voices. That was just it. Like oh. the the juxtaposition of like juxtaposition. Juxtaposition. There you go. You're uh, like a of, fucking spelling bee judge panel tonight, sorry, bro. I'm sorry, look, you're killing it. There in you got, I am you a, got Nordic, you got juxtaposition. I am a bit of an English nerd. I, mean, I, gonna, I, I was gonna that. let it go because he's on the couch, Mitch. I'm a linguistic no. geek. It happens, black. man. <laughs> you yeah. white motherfuckers never let a black man get away <laughs> with a mispronunciation. Uh, uh, uh oh. So, so what the I was, perpetrator was perpetrating. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know so, what? I, uh, here's something. This is probably sound racist, but I have noticed. Oh, it's gonna be delicious. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! When somebody, when I hope somebody, the black adjacent audience. Have is you listening. noticed? Has anybody else noticed when somebody has who uses like a, a great deal of street slang Uh-oh. describes a situation? They tend to say that they proceeded to blank, <laughs> and I find that you only find that from people who've been in court too many times, right? Like, like that's not something in casual conversation. You would say, "I was walking towards the store, I saw this girl, and I was like, hey, you know, whatever." You would say it in casual, but when somebody says, "I proceeded to walk up to this woman," you're like, that is- "You have gone to court. You have been in court too many times." When somebody was telling you, you don't proceed to do anything. Anything yeah. that's not on the record. No, that's no. all unless, I'm saying. Unless you are, you have been uh, in too many police interviews. Where you're, okay, see what I had come outside, and then right. I proceeded yeah. to go <laughs> north up the block. Right, right. Okay, and oh. the shots had come from the the west. <laughs> you understand? Right. So I proceeded. I proceeded you know. northward, northbound, uh, right, northbound <laughs> to the liquor store, and then when I had paid for the funyuns. That is when you had pulled up. So I, as you can see, I'm trying to proceed home. <laughs> I don't remember who, I don't remember whose bit it was, but there's something about like when you get pulled over, you immediately become like an English professor. Oh, I, I haven't heard that one. No, I, 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 I literally I, I, just, maybe. I was thinking, cause, cause that's the only time you hear it is like, it's always mm. cops going the per proceeded to yeah. walk towards the circle K and you're like, yeah, yeah, the only time you proceed to do anything, I, I, or you know. yeah, like if you're in a so when jury I hear box. somebody, so when I hear somebody use proceed in casual conversation, I, I immediately I go like, look, I don't mean to sound racist, but you've been to court, <laughs> you have been to court, you've been a witness. Yeah, all right, sorry, Ted. Uh, what are either ah or cunt? It no, reminded it's cunt. Me. cunt. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, that uh, cunt reminded me of I was at the show last night at the Mint, uh, Brandon Vaquera. Uh, funny man, uh, funny man. Uh, we'd love to have him on here. He's great. He put on this show. It was a fundraiser as well. Okay. Um. And so, but there was a uh, a very hilarious uh, uh lady there performing. Nikki, I cannot remember her last name right now. Uh, oh. Played the ukulele. Uh, just was hilarious. But she had a song that she wrote with the chorus, which is her singing uh, "See You Next Tuesday." You cunt. You cunt. You cunt. And I listened to this, and I was like, Mitch would be in love right now. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't look be able to talk. I wouldn't be able to talk to her. I'd be like, ah. right like yeah. I was there with I was there with my special lady, and we both had this. As soon as her set was over, we were like, Mitch would have been smitten. Look you at know, that. I I actually I actually wrote, it was, and it was a hilarious song. I actually had wrote a uh, a brief side joke to my my cunts my cunts bit, if you will. Classically trained opera. Mm. Wow. See, wow. 
And she and she could hit all the notes. So. Give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but see, now I was going to throw in the uh, the see you next Tuesday thing with my cunt bit uh, on uh, on Saturday. And now I feel like maybe I shouldn't. I don't know. Well, she, I mean, she had like a whole song where she was like she was like addressing people. Right. right. Uh, I mean, it's very, it's very. No, it's very I, I, it's it's great. Now, I mean, I, that's the thing about you can't encroach on opera. The, the funny thing about <laughs> the funny thing I've always found is like. like the kind of people that would say "see you next Tuesday" would never say "cunt." Right. No, and they—they they, in that Louis C.K. way, they're implanting that word in your head. And I have to feel like the women who would say, "like she's a real see you next Tuesday," the person on the other end of that is like, "oh my god, I'm now thinking the word mm. cunt," which is like we don't say that. It's yeah. up there with nigger, right. and I almost say faggot, but even that is more acceptable than nigger or mm. cunt. And um, so. There's sort of an interesting thing in, like, you're thinking it, you're just changing it a little bit, and you're clearly calling somebody a cunt, which is, like, but it's somehow acceptably, like, see you next Tuesday, which only, like, really uptight people would say. Meanwhile, it's on the other end of the spectrum of curse words. Which is, I think, weird because, you like, nigga and, like, faggot... Like those are on FX, like you know, like or like well, like sure, Louis they yeah. had the episode. I mean, they, you like, can't no watch one... a Quentin Tarantino movie without either of those. Right, but like, but like Chappelle show. I, I remember watching Chappelle show and being like, when did nigga become a thing that people could just say on say. television? Right, that shit. Like, it's not on radio still. Radio didn't sure. get that memo. You know, you can't do that shit. But like, that's a thing now on television, and it's and but that would never happen with cunt. Uh-huh. I feel like you know, there's no like well, not even it's always it, like it's always sunny or something like that. You know, uh-huh. I don't think that they're gonna say. I don't think Louis has. I think cunt gets blurred out like oh, yeah. on yeah. Louis, yeah. right? But like nigga, like you could you could drop that on Louis. You uh-huh. could drop that into always sunny. I'm pretty sure that they've they broached those boundaries. So it's it's we. I feel steps. like in some in some ways. It's become a thing, like, if you're jockeying between the big three, if you will, uh-huh. and right. uh, a, a very, I'm sorry, uh, Spick does not get a ticket to the day itself, no, unfortunately. No. But you know what, uh, I, you know the thing is, I, the reason why I love the word cunt so much is it, it lives up to Martin Luther King's dream. <laughs> it is a word. <laughs> oh, that is a sentence I never thought. I it is a word. Gary, I think that's board worthy. The reason I Thank love cunt so much is that it lives up to Martin Luther King's dream. That is amazing. I don't know how you're going to shorten that. You don't need to. Mitch. Cunt it's equals MLK dream. Yeah, cunt how about equals that? Martin Luther King's uh, dream. What I'm saying is wow. that, that, that it's, it's not racial in any way. It has nothing to do with the color of one's skin. Mm. Or things outside of their control, i.e., their gender, their sexuality, uh, the color of their skin, their creed, their well, race, any of these things. Well, it might have to do a little bit with gender. I think more heavily than any other factor. I've met male cunts, definitely. <laughs> but it 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 very much is about the content of your character. Mm-hmm. You don't use cunt to describe Mexicans. Anybody, yeah. You know what I mean? Or or uh, Asians or whatever have you. Cunt. I'll, I, I did this before. I'll do it again. Cunt is this. <clears throat> and like that's <laughs> like that that's just cunt. Like any any bro, anytime you hear like it's like that like Oh man, that reminds like, me like any like stupid little thing that happens where somebody doesn't have the fortitude of character to actually say anything. Respond, yeah. 
but they don't approve of what you're doing. And what you're doing isn't even all that bad. It's just sort of kind of gets in the way of their field of vision or like their fucking loose morality clause. <laughs> They'll kind of go, mm. and you're just like, fuck you, cunt. Yeah, that and like, oh that's the God. greatest word to use because it's so offensive it's so appropriate, to them. Yeah. And it's like, you just offended me with your cunt. With your ways. shitty attitude, yeah. You're fucking being a cunt. Yeah. Go fuck yourself, you uppity cunt. Oh, there oh, it was. There it is. I knew it. I uppity, knew it was coming. Uppity, uppity. I was waiting to see if By the way, I've it. changed. Changed in the in the act, I've changed uppity to humorless, oh. which I think also fits. That well, now well, humorless works entirely. Because I'll that tell you noise, why. that right. noise definitely is fitting. Because you had a thing yeah, uh, while yeah, I was ranting. Not about too cunts. long ago, uh, either of you might have been there. It was at uh, it was at Formosa, and uh, they were, they were filming for Bravo. Don't there need to do there. Weed. There was a dude there for Bravo. I got a lighter. And you could apply humorless cunt oh, to exactly. Uh, Teddy was there, I, I believe. At Formosa? Huh? At Formosa? Rubble was hosting. Yeah, it was at Formosa. Yeah, it was, was a there. dude from yeah, from yeah. Uh, from Bravo. Yeah, yeah. And they were filming for his reality show. Yeah, yeah. And like he did not crack a smile for anybody. And he was only there for maybe four comics out of seven. Right, right. You know, and like the entire time I saw him with his glass of water, like complaining about his food and just looking at the comics with just like that, right, right. That contemptible, like, yeah. uh, 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 you're that, not like, a comic I've heard of. Yeah, so this is, shit. Yeah. you know, this chair is dirty, you know, like, it's, oh my God, but that is so appropriate. That you, right. You, humorless cunt. Right. Humorless cunt. And I, and I think that, to me, one of the greatest insults, one of, I don't even say my greatest insults, one of the most appropriate insults, or most striking, the one that mm. I would never want anybody throwing on me, is humorless. <laughs> yeah. If you're humorless, like, I can't do a thing for you. Just, like, you're just fucking yeah, useless. Just, just put Jenny misery. It's like the, 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 I think the, the biggest crime for that you can commit and, and all other crimes kind of stem from this is taking life or yourself mm -hmm. too seriously. That's just the worst thing you can do is taking things too seriously. I, I gotta, everything stems from vein. that, you know? Whether it's, uh, you know, racism, uh -huh. politics, uh, just being a cunt. Yeah. Uh, any of these things all stem from a lack of humor about life and or yourself. And if you lack that, like, you, you, you've lost me. You are effectively, as far as I'm concerned, a robot. Yeah. You, could, you couldn't program a computer Botox City. to understand <laughs> humor. Uh -huh. You understand? And it would not have you've a self-defacing way. It's, yeah. it's the joy of the human experience. Exactly. Right. Then you become an ultimate. Like you become being, Mitt Romney, bro. <laughs> being self-effacing. Yeah, that's yeah. the joy of the, the, the human of, experience. You're the kind of dude who could be worth $250 million and tell a room full of unemployed people that you know what it's like. Like, boy, we sure have it tough out there. Like, we're fucking we, dude. Yeah, yeah. Who was a we right now, yeah. Willard? Pull that closer a little bit. Or I can turn your mic up. No, who was we, bro? Yeah. Willard? Yeah. Bullshit. So that's that's the worst you could be is humorless, I mm. think. It's 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 terrible. Without thing. mirth. Yeah. Mm. Uh, okay, let me get into some articles. It, it being near Halloween, I do want to bring up the creepiest fucking story. We stay on time for Google Feudum. I don't know. Oh, uh, it, we still got another half hour. I have no idea. Because you were late. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All Thanks. Right. Well, I will be back. Yeah, Appreciate you it. do your thing. You do your thing. I will. Uh, I do want to check real quick on this story because this is from uh, earlier in the week, and it was sort of an ongoing. It was like very happened, you know, like uh, real time kind of thing. What happened to the camera? Oh shit! Oh shit! 
Everything. Okay. Oh, Riff. Riff. I got it. Riffzilla. Riffzilla. Ah, it's all good. Um. So this this happened last week on Tuesday, and they were still updating it as of Wednesday. So I'm just seeing if there's anything new in this um in this story in this world. because it's 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 something that somebody discovered, and then they alerted the police, and then now it became a story, and it's creepy as fuck. Perfect for a pseudo Halloween episode or a pre Halloween episode. By the way, people watching, I, I should have mentioned this at the fucking start of the show. I'm an asshole. Um, we are not doing a show on Monday next week. We'll be doing a Tuesday show, and I have lined up, uh, hopefully, uh, one of three very, very special guests. I am um, aware of these guests who are potential guests. Now, if all three of them tell me to go fuck myself on that particular day, we got uh, we, a we have others. Mystery. We got. We always got. We, we will, always get more. We will cancel the show forever. <laughs> yeah. Be like, oh, we're just gonna go cry in a closet <laughs> now and jerk off. We're gonna get drunk because tears shit. make great lube. Uh, get lost in a parade of gay Halloween anonymous sex in West Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, that's the way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a healthy uh, endorsement. Uh, let me just uh, real quick see if there's been an update on the case before I get into it. Uh, so I have to Google around. Fair enough. Uh, with your with your yeah, news, six days ago seems to be the most recent one. I wonder if I've heard of this story before. I'm intrigued of the tale. Halloween is a weird time of you year. You say you say before this literally happened like a few days ago. Yeah, bro, I read. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this one keep up with shit, son. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Oh, I'm saying. What happened was uh, a guy in his apartment, the, the electricity went out, so he thought, well, I'm, I'm going to go check on the breaker boxes and, and, you know, flip them switches. Oh, no, that's how bad things mm. happen, son. Right, so he goes to the breaker box, pulls out his was it in trusty, the basement? trusty flashlight, uh, and uh, and in, in so doing, in checking, you know, there's that sidebar. Sometimes yeah, like, people write notes that say, like, number one is kitchen, mm-hmm. number two is living room, whatever, right? On that sidebar that was apparently blank when this happened, uh, or whatever, in that sidebar, taking up every space of that sidebar, was a very lengthy note from the previous uh, resident of the apartment detailing a woman that he had killed and buried beneath the floor the man was standing on. What the fuck, man? Whoa. And that uh, he's already absolved himself of the sin for the most part, but what he really needs is for the woman to be found so that God will forgive him. So he detailed exactly what he did and where she was buried. And what's interesting is that on the the article they showed uh, of, of this thing, when they first showed it, they showed the note. They had a high-res photo of the note, and then they took it off like a few hours mm-hmm. later. I was smart enough to grab it ahead of time. And then every subsequent article I read about this was about the police aren't releasing the note. Yeah. The police won't release the note to the public. But I saved the picture. That sounds like the greatest urban myth ever. It this is this is all true. The uh, the investigation is ongoing you, as to whether or not the internet son of a bitch. <laughs> as as whether or not the actual crime happened, they don't know yet. Uh-huh. They have to they called in the FBI to do like a uh 
ultrasound, ultrasound, ultrasonic. What what's the thing they do for babies? Yeah, the ultrasound. Ultrasound. ultrasound thank you, ultrasound. I was thinking. But they use vibrations, yeah, to see if yeah. there's anything buried. So they were they were going to call in the FBI. That was the last update. Was that they're calling in the FBI? Do you want it? Do you want it, you want me to read the note? Yes. How could you not after that okay, story? All right. So here it goes. I'm really <laughs> unsettled right now. Let me let me let me put on a. Please do voice. not. Please do not. Just read <clears> like a normal person. I write this as my only oh, confession. Come on, now. you yeah. sound like Max Payne. This, <laughs> no, this does sound like the open up the Punisher. All right, <laughs> Hannibal Lecter voice. <clears throat> I write this as my only confession. I have committed the ultimate crime against humanity: the taking of another's life. Under the carpet and concrete of the closet to the left. Oh, now that's a really fucking that's creep. detailed. Shit. That's so. No. Cre- oh, bro, I would stop reading right. Lies now. the remains of a woman. Whose name I never asked or knew. Although I doubt I'll get caught, I know deep in my heart that to redeem myself, uh, in the eyes of God, she will have to be found, identified, and her family informed. Then my sin will be washed from my soul. And it is signed and dated 8-11-2003. And then just below that, pray for her, not me. I have been saved. Wow. How awesome is that story? I mean, I mean it's a terrible it's, thing. Yeah, it's, it's pretty awful. But there is a part of me that wants to just write that on my electrical box right now. <laughs> 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 they would be digging for oh, days. God. Like oh, how? That's, it's also kind of the ultimate troll. Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Because how could they? What are the cops going to go like? We heard you wrote a note. Yeah. And it wasn't true. I'd be like, what? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. That that probably been on there for years. And if you don't I, date it... You know, that was on there when I moved in. You, I just didn't believe it. Yeah. I didn't call you guys. And you didn't get printed. Like, how are they ever going to know? Yeah. How do you know? You don't know who wrote that. It could yeah. have been a drunk friend of mine or somebody, you know? Some fucking Bro, humorless cunt you know, is in the apartment. is <laughs> like, you know what? I'm going to troll this motherfucker. He's not going to call me back. The troll right yeah. there. I mean, I was, on the, I was in some dark places on the internet in 2003, bro. And yeah. know, people did some mighty hard trolling, but I don't... I mean, maybe I underestimated the level of troll out in the world in 2003. <laughs> so what you, you you say? You say this is definitely real. They're gonna find a body. You know how I feel like it's too real, bro. The specificity of like where the body, like is. When you're, closet to the left. That's what I'm saying. Like so that's good. one of the things that you're like so watching. Good. You're like watching it as you so as good. you write it, and you're like looking at it, and you're like, <laughs> if I am the person who finds this thing, I want under you. the carpet and concrete be, of the closet to the left lies the remains heart. of a woman yeah. by a name I never asked or knew. That's one of the creepiest sentences yep. you could just imagine yeah. ever conjured. And writing right? that sentence, like I am trying to put myself in the perspective of the person who wrote that. Who thought it out as a thing, like, who reached the place where they were saved and equaling saved, mm. like, being saved equaled having to write on the electrical box and freak someone the fuck out and pass off all of your guilt and shame and horror to them. You're not saved. You're a selfish, you're a selfish piece of trash. But I feel like but at the same you... time, but, but at the same time, he, uh, right, first off, he was convinced he never, <laughs> Did you just reload first yourself? off, he's like, He's like, I'll never get caught, which, like, it's very easy to check rental records. He yeah. was there in 2003, right. right? So now, maybe it's possible the apartment was not rented during the time that this happened. Let's even just say that, which maybe. really goes goes way out there, because mm-hmm. that means he'd had to break in the maybe apartment the with woman, a dead girl. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the woman was living there, and she... Yeah. But that would be very quickly caught. If you don't pay your rent, they'll come, yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll knock it's your door down. It's tough to bury somebody in a place where they live, bro. 
that you don't also live. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, so it's like if she lived there, they would have immediately been like, why did she go missing when we got to do all this different stuff? And the other side is like, okay, let's suppose suppose she lived there. You're going to tell me you're going to go to the electrical box and write this fucking thing down? Well, that's one of the things, too. Like, why would you, if you really wanted to be absolved in one of those things, like you wanted her to Well, he has to be be gone for a This is what I'm thinking is Mm, the dude probably rented under a different name at the time. And or their records were destroyed or whatever. And over the time, time that he lived there mm. was like, well, you know what? I got to I gotta come clean, but I don't want them to discover it the day I move out. Yeah. Which, by the way, the electrical box seems like a terrible place for that because I think they flipped their switches off. It seems like they but would. I, I mean, it feels like a bull. I feel like, I don't know how, like 2003, like, really? I feel like the electrical shit happens all the time, son. Yeah. Yeah. I've been getting in my electrical box. But how often do you read the sidebar? I don't. I mean, all I the time now. from now on. Uh, yeah, bro. now you're going to. <laughs> well, actually, I probably won't because I don't want to fucking pee myself. Literally, it happened <laughs> the other day. Was the first <laughs> time I've opened the electrical pressure. the electrical box in this apartment. Was the other day as I was using a fucking hair dryer for God's sake for the first time since I have lived here. It's a really creepy thing. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. fucking, and I was like, "Did we lose electricity or did the fucking hair dryer over?" And it was a hair dryer fucking overdid it. And so I went to the the electrical socket. I was smart enough a month ago. To have bought glow-in-the-dark flashlights, which uh, I got to say, you know how it's like, you know, light is supposed, you know, charges Mm glow-in-the-dark things? It's so awesome because, you know, it's a very tiny thing. It feels like a flashlight, but it's a small little thing. And as soon as you turn it on, when you turn it off, that fucking ring around where the light was Uh glows. I wouldn't say bright as the light, but you can see that shit from fucking across a a house. I mean, it's very bright, so it's pretty cool to be able to, like, see it no matter where I put it. You know, I could always find it, even if it got knocked off or whatever. Uh, and I had to go to the electrical box and turn it on and, and fiddle with the switches. I didn't even think to look at the sidebar. Because when your lights go out and you check that breaker, I mean, your first thought is like, let me just reset these bitches before I call the electric company or see who else is affected or whatever you're going to do. Some creepy, you know, not creepy, it's but a really good invention. freaked out kind of thing. That ring is a really good invention for people in horror movies. Like, drop the flashlight and they can't find it. They're scrambling oh, yeah, in the dark yeah, looking yeah. for it. And by the time they click it on, the thing is right there. It's like, oh, well, fuck. Oh, yeah. there you are hiding in my closet. Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I, see, I, I think about that all the time. But I feel like I would be like, if I ever got a role in a horror film, I'd be really good because the terror is so real for me. Right. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. I mean, like I'm so like I'm so paranoid. You want this is why black people are not in horror films. <laughs> never, bro. <laughs> because never, I've bro. never been to a horror film with black audiences uh, where they didn't say in great detail the entire time what everybody was doing wrong right and you know, i was like, like not, i was like yeah yeah i know i get it bro i would play watch out where you're running i, I get I, it i would like after i saw the ring freaked me out for months and i'd be like walking we had like the place i lived was in the high oh, school man. we had a long hallway walk from the garage to the apartment that we were in right and it would be late at night you know what i'm saying oh, and i just like I hate I hate horror movies because the paranoia I have already as a human being is rampant enough. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's tough to just live in the world as is. I don't need these crazy hypothetical scenarios from my mind to latch on to mm-hmm. and then bring from the abstract into the real world and how would I fucking process that shit. I don't need that burden. And I would like be walking and then I would feel like a presence like she was coming like when she comes yeah. on TV and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. I would feel it and I'd be like, no, you're crazy, son. She's not <laughs> yeah. there. You took she's her not- out of the well. That, that part yeah, where right? she goes, you didn't Take her out of the well, did you? Yeah. You know, we gave her a proper burial. You weren't supposed to do that. Like yeah. that, that moment where she's like, you're not supposed to do that, where you're like, oh shit. 
I thought we were done. Yeah, right. I thought it was happy ending yeah, right? credits that time. Same, that same thing happened to me. I was watching to catch up on, uh, like, I, you oh, know, I thought you were about to say you were watching to no, catch up. No, 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 no. Walking Dead. <laughs> too. Walking yeah. Dead came back for you know, oh, season I gotta, two. I, gotta watch um, I love zombies. You know, always have. Sure. I'm very fascinated by zombies because survival aspect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the season one, you know, I was like, well, I'm gonna watch it again just to like refresh. You know sure. what's going on. Sure. Uh, I was literally alone in my house, like Poor not even decision. my house, my fucking grandparents' house. Oh, you know, yeah. all the lights were off. Yeah. Oh, I was Derek. sitting next to the window, so naive. In, oh, in the uh, in the you, den. Son? What is wrong with you, son? And like cars would go by, and I think I see shadows. And I'm like in the corner of my yeah. room. You know, with my replica sam- samurai sword, yeah. dude. I swear <laughs> I need to fuck some shit up. What I would so be- what am I gonna do with a fi- with a replica samurai sword? I was like, this girl from the ring, I like Samara. Like, I was like, I would be like halfway down the hallway, and yeah. then I would be like, fuck, dude. Like, I gotta get in my house and at least like be comfortable when this bitch kills me. I would, I would take <laughs> okay, off running, okay. dude. I would run. The thing is, like, I, I fuck you know me. I love evil shit. I love horror movies. Yeah. Like, and growing up. Like I, I did not know this. I got to be honest. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, and this is not to make me sound hardcore or anything. I just the Exorcist has never scared me mm. ever. It's never scared. When I was a kid, I just loved watching it. Mostly because I was like, she's terrorizing her parents. Yeah. Like I was kind of <laughs> like I didn't think about oh, the devil aspect the because I used to do that. Like to my babysitter uh. and stuff, I would tell her I was possessed by the devil. Crab walk down the stairs. And- yeah, like well, I wasn't that good. About I wasn't that good. By the devil, Mitch? Yeah, I'm make weird, that girl's dude. life. So I don't know. I thought about that actually. It was one of those random memories that came to me about like three, four years ago. I was like. I used to do that. And I remember her being like, that's not funny. And I'm thinking like, <laughs> oh, no, you're wrong. This is so funny. Yeah. But I just kept it up. And it was, it's a weird thing. And I don't know why I did it. And uh, and it does make sense why my parents were like pissed at my sister and I. Cause she's like, they were like, we literally have run out of babysitters. Nobody will babysit you now. Yeah, and I was like, you, why? And then Mary Poppins yeah, yeah. came. Yeah, no, we we just stopped getting babysitters, and then and then uh, latchkey kids. Yeah, yeah, we were latchkey kids, <laughs> and our house got robbed uh, uh, while we would have been home one one day, and it was the last time that my mom was like, or not the last time. It was like it was like the first or second time that my mom was like, all right, you don't need a babysitter. I'm just going for a few hours, mm-hmm. and then she left, and she came back. She's like, I just don't feel right. Let me bring you kids with me, and she did, and our house got robbed. Like while we were in the hour we were gone, so my mom had like a weird premonition on that one. But uh, anywho, so a lot of horror movies didn't freak me out. Like Nightmare on Elm Street didn't freak me out. My dad used to rent horror movies for fun, mm-hmm. and we just loved it because. My sister and my mom were like their they were like their own crew, and my dad and I were our own crew, and we watched like The Fly. Oh, that's great! He took me to see that in the theater, and uh, you know, my mom and my sister were oh gross, he's pulling off his fingernails, yeah. and I was like hey, 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 and my dad was like hey. <laughs> Uh, so he would just find horror movies, and I watched a shitload of them growing up. It was like one of the, it was like how we bonded, uh, you know, in Fright Night mm-hmm. and that's, Exorcist. Did you see the and, remake? I don't want to. I, it, you I, know what? I, I was the original really Fright Night holds such a special place in my heart. It's a different wanna... movie, but it is definitely, I think, on, I uh, it's something on its own. And I, I like. He won't it. even look at you right now. We'll see. We'll see. He won't we'll even see. acknowledge you. I'm trying to think if I have it. Uh, uh, trust me, no. as somebody who okay. loves All right. the original, I'll take a look. I'm a, I'll take I'm a, a look. fanboy. I'll I take know a look. You won't look at Colin Farrell is fun to watch. I was I was looking over to see if I had it. I think I have. I do have Near Dark, which is yes, Bill Paxton. Yeah. Oh, he's such a badass. I gotta say, Near Dark is like one of my favorite. 
vampire that movies. That is one of the best vampire movies. It's so gory. There's a part where Bill Paxton, they, like, they go into this bar and they just kill everybody in the bar. <laughs> and Bill Paxton jumps up on a fucking pool table and cuts a dude's throat open with the spur of his boot. And then he just chomps into this dude's neck. And then he gets up and he does this fucking gross loud belch. And blood just spits out of his mouth like it's a half vomit belch. He goes, Argh! and it's like, <laughs> and he's just like, these guys are good, you know, or something like, like it's just yeah. all creepy rednecky and like, oh, it's just awesome. It's a great, great movie. But uh, anyway, right. so um, Sounds the whole point of that, that lengthy rant was that the, the, there was only like two movies that ever really freaked me the fuck out. And one I remember watching when I was a kid. I, I might even have the name wrong. Lady in White, I think it was. It's like a ghost, and she'd walk to the cliff and save my baby and all that shit. I don't think I saw it. It was uh, that might be one of the few that I haven't. I mean, it's it was it was probably some cheesy eighties like made for HBO horror oh. movie. But ghosts freak me out, and I and and honestly, it will sound like bullshit. And I, I part of me wants to prove it later in the show if you want. I will. Um, but but the times in my life that I can't explain. Or that freaked me the fuck out the most uh, involve ghost stories, and when I tell them uncontrollably, my eyes will water. Mm. Like I just can't that help terrified. it. Yeah. Like literally, as I'm telling you, my whole face will just wetten. It's mm. it's very uh, frightening. Wasting. for me because I'm like I'm trying to stop it, and I'm like I don't want it. It's like I don't get the sniffles. Though. Yeah. It's literally just eyes watering. It's not like crying. It's really weird. It doesn't make my face red and puffy. It's just my eyes are water. It's weird. Um, but anyway, so Lady White was like kind of a ghost story thing like that. And I might even have the name wrong, mm. but I think that was what it was called. Uh, and the other one, I was much older. I was, uh, I was like 13 or something like that, was Fire in the Sky. Uh, I Was that the that? one with, with the aliens? The al- okay, yeah. The part where he comes to. Well, mm-hmm. he's got that syrup dripping in his eyes, and then he comes to, and, or, or rather he, he not comes to, he has this like regressive memory yeah. of being dragged through the hallway. what happened, yeah. And they fucking put that plat, and he's like coming out of the, the mm-hmm. that, the highlight of the movie, really. That ten minutes of him like coming out of the fucking, ca- the, whatever that thing is, yeah. the cocoon of juice or yeah. whatever, and then they catch him and they pull him through the, and then they put the plastic, and then they cut him and all that, and they put this weird <laughs> fucking brown gunk on him and all this shit. And that, that whole scene was like, I just, I was like freaking, for like a week, the I was just like, was oh my God, I'm going to get kidnapped. <laughs> so the whole point of this entire rant was, what's your movie, either Teddy or Derek? What's your movie that freaks you the fuck out? Or did, when you, you can clearly remember going like, oh shit. Well, um, I've always had a like a weird sort of unnatural paranoia of zombies. But on the same token, I love zombie movies. Like right, I, uh, right. uh, 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 Dawn of the Dead with Bub, I think was was one of the the greatest ones. I have a uh the the uh, can't remember his name Ken Foray, uh-huh. the black guy in in Dawn of the Dead. I did a gig with him. That's so cool. At a at a Larpy uh-huh. award show, <laughs> the first and only Larpy award show. I I I I did the, I did an opening comedy act. Mm. I came out dressed as the Emperor with stormtroopers behind me. And I do have a speech as the emperor, and then I pull off the cloak, Good. and then I do a, and then I do a whole. Uh, I did my act as myself, and the only person that whole night that would talk to me out of all the celebrities they had Jose uh-huh. Canseco for some reason, uh, Cece Deville, mm. uh, all these eighties Debbie Gibson, mm. 
uh, Ken Foray was like the only one who would talk to me. So I like got to hang out. He was out. excited for somebody oh, to be God. like, you know who I am? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, he was just like, we were outside smoking and I was oh. like, dude, I got to say, you were like the, my favorite horror movie uh-huh. character. I was like, Dawn of the Dead is like my favorite zombie movie and maybe even my favorite Let's, horror movie. I'm getting it. It's Day of so the Dead. Ahead. Day of the Dead with Bob. Oh, uh, Day of the, of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead is in the mall. But no, Dawn of the Dead 2 is when uh, they're going to get supplies and they're running from truck to truck. No, I know Day of the Dead. I know the Day of the Dead. Yeah. You're talking about the remake? Of no, 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 no. The original. The original. Oh, uh, you said two. Uh, you yeah, meant like I was, also. I was right, like, okay. oh, yeah. Sorry, both, sorry. Well, uh, Day of the Dead. The, yeah. the Romero the trilogy, dead. Night, Dawn, and Day. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, but, exactly. but the latter two just totally, like, to this day, I will watch them and I will be creeped out just because they're so... You don't think Dawn just, of the Dead is less creepy in that sense? Well, because it, it's there sort is of a, lot like, of, a lot of like gimmicks in it, and it's really kind of quirky, but I think a lot of the elements of that as... Because um, zombies are really funny. Like, they stumble, yeah, and yeah. they're like, yeah. you know? But the, I don't like the, this fast-moving zombie but thing, But the thing the is, by. it's the I'm slow terror that, yeah. is when there's one of them, they're funny. They're like, ah, you can throw a pie in the face. Like when the bikers yeah, come yeah. in, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and they're just having fun. Yeah. And then there's 75 of them, and you don't really notice them all coming in at once. And then you're surrounded, and it's like, holy shit, what am I going to do? There's a computer simulation on one of my favorite websites of all time. Uh, it's called Exit Monday. Mm. E-X-I-T-M-U-N-D-I dot N-L, like as in Netherlands. Uh, I don't know if the guy is from the Netherlands, but whatever. That's where it's hosted. And it's a collection of end-of-the-world scenarios. And on there, there's uh, one of the end-of-the-world scenarios is, is a zombie apocalypse mm. or zombie outbreak, I should say. And um, uh, so he has he linked on there to a, uh, a, uh, a computer simulation of a zombie attack. Because it's like, well, how would that happen? They're slow yeah. moving. They're not very intelligent. They don't. They barely know how to use basic tools. Mm-hmm. They're out for one thing, and it's just human flesh. Surely, if you just fucking hit out for long enough, they'd die of starvation. Yeah. Or whatever they do, you could just shoot them from afar, and you'd be fine. Um, and so uh, he he links to a computer simulation. Let me see if I can find it real quick. And if you speed up the simulation just long enough to where you can... Um, Watch humanity you can crumble. Kind of like you speed it up to where you can see what happens, and the basic idea is that one person sees a zombie and starts to run faster. They show this little green dot running uh-huh. faster, so he sort of creates panic. So other people start moving faster and go in random directions. And this zombie that was way off in the corner, you can increase the amount of zombies and things like that. You can find that that when that happens. Uh, they all get infected very quickly mm-hmm. because the panic that runs through the streets. Uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. And I, I will link it in the show notes on Riffin.net, by the way. Anyone who's like, oh, well, you know. Um, uh, oh, there we go. I had to look under the religion. Yeah, so he links to the computer simulation. I'll go ahead and pull it up now. Always running this site. Let me go ahead and... Uh, no, I'm really a big fan of computers simulating the apocalypse, bro. <laughs> yeah. Hell, it sounds a lot like hell. I don't need to fucking or test. war I games. A, I don't need computers to preseason the fucking similarity, brother. <laughs> I like. I love. I love the idea that computer simulations sort of create a reality that we don't yet know. I'm. I'm so fascinated by that. Mm. I'm, I'm fascinated by all the. Uh, okay, so here's the simulation, right? You can see all oh, wow. the pink dots, right? Yeah. Those are just normal ass people. Now it says press G to go between gray and green zombies. So the green zombie would be way over here in this spot here. Um, Oh, you can't see my mouse. 
you can see that they're uh let me go ahead and make the zombies green so now you can see that okay supposed to uninfect all but one zombie uh z or reload to Are reset to a new city. so this is this is a new city every time i hit z you'll see um and you can you can turn down the population as i'm doing now or i can crank up the population as I do there. Uh-huh. So let's say with the population not too bad, right? Right about in the middle. I'm going to go ahead and reload it. And you can alter the simulation speed by pressing S. So I'm going to go ahead and make it pretty fast. You can see everybody moving around. Um, you can see the green zombie right there in a corner. Whoops, sorry. Uh. And the the difference between the green and green. Hold ones. on, let me uh, let me go ahead and reload it so you can see a green zombie. It's happening right now, Mitch. All right. So, as you can see, if I go ahead and reload the thing, and I turn on the green zombie, you can see him just kind of hanging around in the walls of a city. Mm. Now you'll see the people around him move much faster because they've seen him, and now they're turning into zombies and they're freaking out. And you can see the the speed they go from purple to white when they speed up. Because they're freaked out, they've seen a zombie. And you can see from just this small area how there is now, from one zombie, 20. Yeah. Now, if I crank up the simulation speed... Uh, You're slowing it down, my friend. Everyone I'm trying, is trying. Everyone's very sedated. We're hanging on everything. Zombie, a zombie infestation is coming. Everyone's real cool in the gang. Oh, uh, come on, damn it. Oh, there they go. Nope, nope, nope. I gotta tell you something. If this is what we look like from above, uh, we gotta really do something about our hair. <laughs> <laughs> we all look like dots. It's like a Pepto Bismol head. Yeah, it kind of does. Like some sort of Tron Pepto Bismol. Okay, so they're now now they're now they're at a pretty high. You're calling Daft Punk. So we oh, go ahead and crank that up. Soundtrack. I'll even crank up the population of the city so you can ha- see how fast this happens in a really really all populated right. city. All right. Too much nerdy. So you can see all the white are the people freaking out because they saw a zombie. Panic! Yeah. And you can see Man. how small the group of zombies are. They're still relegated to that yeah, little corner. Yeah, the entire screen is panicked, and there's like except a, a, for that one little neighborhood. Uh, but now look how big Brooklyn. that green zombie population gets, wow. just based off of people being panicked and running the wrong way. Now, in just a few seconds, it's gone from being one zombie to a third of the fucking map. Yeah. Maybe like a fifth. Well, okay, that's fair probably enough. fair to say, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's spreading more rapidly. Than and it's it terrifying to behold. I'm yeah. not gonna lie to you. Yeah. So that's the zombie simulation. It's like a 28 days later epidemic, bro, where they bomb London. To the that's a, that's sort of what fascinates me. Now, what I what I heard recently was that uh, it, was, it was something like zombies are uh, a, a liberal's biggest fear, like it's there, whereas vampires are a Republican's biggest fear, or something mm-hmm. like that. It was, it was something about the juxtaposition of horror, and there was a there was a, a documentary I watched a few years back called uh, "An American Horror Story" or something like that, and uh, it was a it was a kind of a psychological analysis of basic horror stories. Dawn of the Dead, for instance, is a, is a movie much about capitalism. Yeah. capitalism. Uh, Day of the consumerism, Dead, yeah. Day of the Dead is a, is a story about the futility of survival. Mm-hmm. Well, and and, the, uh, and, and the Night of the Living Dead is a story mostly about racism. racism yeah. yeah, because of the the black guy who's the hero that gets then killed and dragged off by these old racist white guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, there was a lot of corollary between um, 
I'm trying to remember what movie it was now. There was one movie that was like a it was like a, a one to one comparison to say Vietnam War oh. things like that. And uh, so you taking that in consideration, it was the idea that zombie movies were like a liberal's biggest fear, or like a uh, because it's the loss of individualism, it's the Borg or whatever, okay. it's the becoming one, you know personality and that's what's scary about zombies but i don't feel like that's to me i'm like no i i just don't want to be eaten yeah, by things i the, can't reason with it's a collapse of civilization bro yeah <laughs> well i mean my fear of zombies is the same as my fear of robots i don't i don't like the idea that i can't negotiate with something that controls my fate mm-hmm. like, like that's what bothers me about god like- as well like i i need to be able to negotiate with somebody who controls what's going on them like if i like if i had a robotic boss mm-hmm. or something i'd be just as like scared because like well i can't I can't say, look, I was five minutes late because yeah. there was a fucking baby lying in the highway. A robot doesn't understand that. Doesn't understand that, that yeah. Like, you have no to, empathy. yeah. It's baby. Like, yeah. Must eat baby. Clamps. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to change. Ah, clamps. Clamps. I think it's interesting because my, like, uh, my, like, uh, I'm trying to think of the things that, like, terrify me, my examples. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's, what's some scary movies? In your so, mind? like, the one that popped out, to, like, because I fucking, I hate horror movies, dude. Mm. I just hate the whole thing, like. Uh, my lady's trying to talk me and going on a haunted hayride. I'm like, why the fuck would I want to go in a forest? Do you go to like not no, scary bro? I don't thing? do that. Shit. This shit is oh, d- dumb, bro. I don't need terror. I don't need extra terror in my life. Do you know what I mean? You're the, black. Like the, you got enough. Like, of wait, wait. Like, not even that. But like the world is terrifying, bro. <laughs> wait, we we talked about this when I was talking about like you don't see a lot of black people doing extreme sports. Like white yeah. people are just old and bored. They're like, yeah. I'm gonna jump out of an airplane. Like yeah. I don't know a single well, black dude who's like, I can't wait to go skydiving. <laughs> I've never met the black guy I who's ever said that. Go to the haunted forest, bro. And That's if I told you, hey, we're going skydiving next week, and what would you say? Have a good time. Yeah, bro. No. All right. Yeah. Let not me, not. Let me, let me, let me come go. with. Have fun getting chopped up let yeah. me know how that was yeah teddy ted we got you an extra ticket you want to come with uh heard about an instructor who uh died in a yeah tandem you see drill. that's so see what happens right here. <laughs> that's actually true mother- yeah, it doesn't matter he was odds there. are astronomical right and know. you don't go swimming in you don't you don't want to go swim with the sharks i heard the chlorine when it gets you see what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> black people black people it's all about like look i'm just happy to be here you know how black people be trying to survive yeah like uh, white people are like look we've been here so like i'm bored i'm gonna uh, go like this my kids are set the rate of of black suicide from white suicide is is just an astronomical change. Is is very we're talking like one percent versus ten percent or something like that. You know, it's 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 astronomical the uh, the the differences in, in black people committing suicide versus white people committing suicide. So, uh, yeah. well, yeah, this is what like I mean. I guess that's yeah. a good segue into my terror. Uh, yeah, you tear. This, I don't know if you remember this. You movie. don't want to be. You don't want to be. You're not in a horror movie, so that's and why. I think that's this why it's back. Because Sorry. the movie, uh, maybe like me, like because I don't watch. Like I fucking hate him. I've always hated him. But the one that I went to see because I was like I was intrigued by the premise, mm-hmm. and I went with a friend of mine when I was out of town. Was the strangers. Okay. Remember that one? Yeah, I remember that one. Where the fucking the the people in the mask mm-hmm. just roll up at the house. When they're like the couple and they like yeah. stop at the cabin. They're like, why are you doing this? They're because like, why? you were here. Because you yeah. were here. They like yeah. literally just tear, like show up at a fucking cabin in the middle of the night on their way back from some wedding reception. Oh, and that's like Last get... House on the Left. You ever yeah. See that? Yeah. 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 It's only a movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Same kind of thing where they're just like terrorizing them, you know, for like no reason. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm like, fuck, man. And then like, it's just fucking terrible, bro. It's just like, and I remember being like, I don't, and like funny games. 
Like oh that. yes, like that. Funny movie. Games is terrific. This, it was a Swedish version as well, and they remade and it. They remade it with American, like the yeah. two kids, like they just show up at like a in like a Hamptons kind of neighborhood, and they mm. hold the family hostage sure, and subject sure, them sure. to more and more like torturous, outrageous things against each other. You know, right, like right. to pit for their survival if they can even survive or whatever. And it's just like that shit where like the t- like again, I auditioned for a movie playing a character that does that. Yeah, yeah, a horror movie a few years back. the The movie never ended up getting made. They ran, they they couldn't secure the funding. But my role would have been the guy who's like, "Ma'am, can I use your phone?" And then I turn all evil. Well, that's exactly what it is. They run that kind of scam and funny game. Yeah, and they get in there and they like, yeah. you know, they like turn the whole you know preppy bourgeois thing against them. And but I think it's that kind of thing where it's like, I was the audition. No, yes. Japanese movie. Yeah, yeah. Air Five. I know which one that is. Though. Yeah, I, I, again, the, the I bag have, and the I have no interest bowl. in seeing that movie ever. Yeah. Don't. Uh, yeah, thank don't. you. Yeah, yeah. Because like that everyday kind of terror, where like it may seem like a fucking exceptional anomalous kind of thing, but right. those kind of motherfuckers are real in this world. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I and like I like the worst possible thing that could happen is some dude just rolled it up in my house. Like even that shitty yeah, yeah. Luke Wilson Absolutely. movie where they were at the ho- vacancy, the shitty Luke Wilson movie. Would hey, be- that was a good movie, was it? Yeah, I thought so. I thought it was clever. Okay, is that the one where they all discover that they're inside that dude's head? No, oh, no, that's Identity with John Cusack. Vacancy is the thanks one. For ruining Why that do I one? know that? Oh God! Thanks for ruining it for anybody who hasn't seen it. Why do I know that? Okay, spoiler uh, alert. Yeah. No, I didn't see Vacancy. Never mind. It's the one Sorry. where it's like Luke Wilson. And I think maybe like Kate Beckinsale, and there are a couple, and they're in a hotel, and they turn the TV on, and the cameras in the room. And oh they, no, I didn't see yeah, that. I it's saw like the trailer. One of the, it's like one of those. Yeah. Like it's dumb, but like like the, I don't need to see the movie for or the like idea. Truck driver or whatever that and one was. And that's the thing. Like why? Semi, I don't need, what was that one? Joyride, right? Joyride. Yeah. yeah. Like, Sobieski, so hot. I don't even need to watch the movie because the idea of that happening, like my mind grabs onto it, and it's like, well, that's not as far fetched as you think it is, Hollywood. Yeah. No. Of course not. It's not far fetched insofar as like that shit has happened many times. But, Wolf Creek. But at the same time, the one where they it's like far, the Australian, the Australian outback. The yeah. reason which is why based on real events, which is horrifying. Yeah, which is horrifying. Yeah, yeah but at the same horrifying it, again. At the same time, the odds. Yeah, but this shit ha- like again. I'll grant you, it's winning the worst lottery in the world, but it's still winning the lottery. Here's the here's the thing: why I feel like, like your odds of dying while on or because of an airplane. Are are higher than your odds of winning the lottery. Here's why, personally, I again feel like, shitty lottery. Again, why personally, I feel like I have a greater effect for those movies is that at a very young age, with my dad dying and watching it happen in front of my face in a very innocuous activity of playing basketball. If you sure. again, like I've told sure. you before, if sure. you had paused it and said, "What's the worst thing that could happen yeah. to you right yeah. now?" And I'd be like, "Oh, my dad dropping dead in front of my face," and the turn around and boom, there it is. So no one in this world can ever ever tell me to dismiss the worst possible scenario. No one can That's ever fair. tell me to dismiss the lottery or the lightning strike because that should happen. And yeah. if it happens to you at a young formative age like that, your brain just learns it as part of your wiring and you cannot get something that deep rooted out of your brain. Well, that, and it's one of the I'm things not, I'm not that, saying that is, can. That I mean, is, you know, I'm saying you, is Wolf Creek is real to might, me. Yeah, you might, you know, might function as a logical human being. But it's one of those things, like you just simulated here. It's the panic that sets in, and you're not rational. You're not. Yeah, once yeah. you tap into that fear part of your brain, it's all just 
like it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen to me. I need to do what I can to protect the, myself. You know, the, my problem is that my my problem is that that uh, much like Chris Rock talks about with rap music, mm. I cannot defend horror movies. Mm. Like I can't. Like if you were like, why do you like Ichi the Killer? Why do you have like Ichi's was yeah, fun. Ichi was a fucking great movie, and I have I. I got the special, special super edition. Like I had the unrated, uncensored edition, uh, unrated, uncut, I should say, because uh, there's no way you could give that thing yeah. a rating. But I had the uncut version, and then they put out a special vision, special version with the blood pack. Okay, and so I have that now too, and I ended up giving away the other one. It's like. If you if you had if you were like why do you enjoy Easy the Killer like I couldn't I just, give you I couldn't give you a response mm-hmm. that would not make me sound psychotic no, if you were looking yeah. if you were looking for psychotic tendencies like, uh, have you ever right. seen, like, Tokyo- like if a psychiatrist sat me down and was like why do you like Easy <laughs> the Killer I'd be like you know I got I got to run because uh, <laughs> we don't I, have time to talk yeah, about like, nothing there's, good there's is gonna nothing come this there's nothing I can say nothing that's gonna good. make you sound less yeah, except for this that like I feel like in my head there's there's like. Like I don't know that I could write entire movies, but there are scenes I want to see. Mm. Here's something I've never seen. I've never seen a movie about a sex addict who fucks a girl with a glass eye just so he can fuck her eye socket. I've never seen that. <laughs> I want to see a movie where a guy comes in her eye socket and then and you don't really know what happened. You just see and you think he's kind of getting ahead uh. and he walks away in the blurry vision oh. of this girl in the back and then it all of a sudden focuses and you see jizz coming out of the out of her out of her eye while it's closed. You see, like little, like jizz teardrops. Like what I want to see gonna that. Be in, bro? This is I, a new I mean, Farley Brothers movie. I like. I wanted to make a movie about fucked up sex addicts who just do stuff for the novelty of it. Because that's all they got. Yeah, and I wanted one of the characters to have like a really small dick and think that the only thing that matters is having a huge dick. So he like tries all these different ways of simulating a lord. It was it's a really weird movie. It would work great in Japan. I should just go to Japan. Go to Japan. Yeah, bro, the Japanese, bro. That's they would love the it. Crazy By the way, Japan. who touched Japan while it was young? Because <laughs> seriously. Like, seriously, it's got some problems. It was, yeah. Somebody mainly. somebody fiddled with Japan's <laughs> winky. That's all I'm saying. Every, all right. Uh, who touched Japan is going on the board <laughs> as a captive. Very amazing. Yeah, episode. like when it was a baby. Who um, touched Japan when but, it was young? But each of the killer, like, it's just fucked up and they're just for some reason there's a part of me that that just I like the fact that somebody went there. Like I love the fact. Like one of my favorite parts of each of the killer is when the two brothers are talking, and he goes, "Do you think you could rip a guy's arm off with your bare hands?" Yeah. And he's like, "You couldn't do that." And he goes, "I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. I will prove to you it can be done." And he spends like an hour and a half just just pulling yeah. with his, both his feet and with all of his might, just trying to pull this person's arm right out of their socket. And he's so proud when it happens. It finally happens. He's like jumping around for joy. It's like you just ripped a person's arm out of their socket. They're probably gonna die of bleeding. But like and shock, bro, fucking bleeding. You would die from shock. But why? But if you're a fucked up person like myself or probably Derek here, yeah. and you like these gory things, you see that and you feel a sense of like, yeah, you no, fucking well proved it. Yeah, you, you can did pull it. an arm yeah. out of a socket. Like it's fucked up, you but it happens. It, you don't need to prove it, bro. That's all I'm saying. We'll be to do that my, when they lose. On my end of the spectrum, bro, you don't need to prove it. It's the thing, like, I'll kiss like you'd never watch Each of the Killer. I mean, Wait, I, hey, I've hey, known of Each of hey, the Killer for a long time. We're going to have to end this and go into overtime. Riffin.net.
Thanks for listening to Straight Riffin'. You can catch all past and future episodes of Straight Riffin' on the official website, riffin.net, R-I-F-F-I-N.net. Keep in mind, we do air live every Monday night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. That's 10 p.m. to midnight for you East Coasters. You can actually watch that right on Facebook, on our fan page, facebook.com slash straightriffin'. Like us, check out the Ustream page. You can even chat while we're doing the show. That's how we interact with the fans. We thank you so much for listening. Check out Riffin.net. Buy my album. Buy Teddy's album. We'll catch you again next time. And rip the fuck on, bitches!